dialed in to Box and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. Welcome back to Bucks and Brews. This is a special episode, Nick. Yeah, this is a great episode. This has three of my oldest and dearest friends on it. Um, right. The only people I have known longer than the two people at the end of the table are my mom and everybody else is dead. So. Wow. <laughs> my mom. Right. Um, we're going to introduce everybody before we talk about what we're drinking. Sounds great. Some of us are drinking and some of us are not. So, um, joining us in studio today, not only is the professor David Seawick, but we also have his brother, Daniel Seawick. Welcome. We might even talk yeah. some, uh, some old little league memories. Oh, <laughs> sure. I, yeah, yeah, I'd be fine with that. It would go with the baseball theme. It yeah, would. It would indeed. Uh, Mr. Michael Benson made his way up. Yes, unfortunately, I don't have the sign under me that says eye candy. Today. You, you do not. say <laughs> you can, can make me the eye candy if you'd like. I bet if we uh, turn around, I can make Jack Razor make a sign for it. I bet you could. <laughs> so, so uh, we are very happy to have you guys in studio today. Um, We're happy to be here. We'll start with you guys. What are you drinking? Uh, well, I'm drinking a Starbucks uh, Sumatra blend. Okay. What was it made with? Starbucks. Steve Lansing tap water. There you go. <laughs> Had to get that plug in. Right. Yes. And I am drinking the same thing. Wow. Nice. The same coffee. Same yeah. coffee. Boy. Michael, what do you have? I'm drinking some little no sugar energy drink lime flavor just because it sounded good this morning. All right. No city of Portage tap water today. Oh. Nick, my friend. I, I went with the tried and the true. <laughs> Bud Light. I mean, this, uh, this is a... Uh, I, you know, I just said, I love, I love morning beers. Nothing gets my weekend going like a good morning beer. I'll be having those at the end of the month on the cruise. Um, huh. I have some grape water, but in addition to that, I also have from Atwater, a vanilla Java oh. Porter. And then from Right Brain, a CEO Stout. Oh, I yes, We're that way with the camera. Yeah. I had seen. Yep, we are. <laughs> I had seen um, at a store a. Hazelnut vanilla java porter. Oh, so. I bet that's good. Oh, sure. so I didn't buy it, but I saw it. I was getting banged on TikTok the other night, not literally. Really? <laughs> the TikTok porn. <laughs> this gets worse by this guy here because I've never had Nutella. Oh, you never had it. I've never had it. I never had it. Tell us. I'm just allergic to it. I've never had it before oh. that either. I, it really has only got popular, I think, over the last like 15 to 20 it, years. In the U.S., yes. It in used to be. That yeah. was one of the things that American had to do when he went to Europe, was when, get a jar of Nutella and just eat it. You know, I only got exposed to it in the United States because I have cousins in Italy. And when they came, oh, yeah, visit, they brought some. Of course. And they wondered why you didn't have it in your house. And I, I, you know, I, I like I, peanut butter for them. Everybody yeah. has a jar of it. Exactly. Yeah. So I think my first Nutella was probably when I dated my wife, but her grandma's straight from the Netherlands. Yep. And so 
She's like, you got to try it. I was like, okay. And so then I, you're right, I it's, it's in love with it. Wonderful. Oh yeah, that's yeah, good okay. stuff. Um, it's but like, it's the real deal. Last night, my buddy was texting me as I was bowling. He's drinking by himself because he's lame. Um, <laughs> but he had he had three taverns, morning smack, and it was a maple bacon banana coffee milk stout. So was it good? He actually saved me a little bit because I went over after four hours of bowling and maple bacon banana. Yeah, yeah. All... maple bacon banana coffee. Coffee. Yeah, That's wow, a lot going on there. Yeah, and actually, so you didn't have too much banana forward. It's actually really, really good. Um, and then of course I had, uh, actually I didn't even I didn't want the sugar water, so I didn't drink an old fashioned. Um, I just had a a, a pour of a rye whiskey which was great and then actually uh orange vanilla sunlight cream ale um that's from indianapolis so from sun king brewing which we like sun king they, they make some good stuff hmm. but uh i say end of the night and started right back up this morning i think you know this is this is called childhood to me but uh, <laughs> nick and i may or may not be alcoholics <laughs> at least you're doing it in your 30s and not in your 50s like somebody i know oh i'll be doing it in my 50s please, I'll, <laughs> but say that as, as long as long as i'm still around Man. oh yeah <sighs> let's not go there <laughs> um i am gonna throw this out there because mike and i wanted to talk to the two of you about it so not this summer next summer if you two have any interest we're doing a uk tour Oh, oh of course. Interesting. Of course. So we will get your information if you have any interest. We're we're trying our hardest to take Walling. Okay. Oh yeah. Good. I, I will. I'll go. How about I go with you? I would love yeah, that. A lot of fun. I've been there a few times. You used to, can... to get an insider yeah, people just stop guide people. Yeah, I'll figure out how much this is going to cost me because I mean, if we're getting a big group to go, well, a flight. <laughs> I, can I can tell you right now that uh, a flight over there is up to seventeen hundred dollars yep. round trip, which is three times what it was when I. You yeah. to buy them 20 years ago. Yeah. So that's a 300% increase in price for that. And once you get there, though, everything's pretty much the same as it would cost here. Sure. I mean, the the dollars performed very well against the British pound. Thank you, United Kingdom, for leaving the European yep. Union. It's made it cheaper for us to travel over Yay, there. Hey, Brexit. Yep. It ruined your country's economy, but it, uh, tanked it helps the, us. Tank yeah. the pound so we can go over there and buy stuff for cheap. It, it's funny because uh, Jim's wife, Wendy. Mm hmm. She does a lot of research on ge uh, genealogy, genealogy and such. And I want a kilt because, you know, from what I know, my grandfather Morgan is of Irish descent. Mm -hmm. So I said, hey, Wendy, can you start digging into this? It's leaning at this point more like he's from English descent. Okay. And she found some really cool old ass relative, yeah. like way back, who was like a lawyer or yeah something? he was yeah. a lawyer i think he was a judge too he was nice oh, yeah yeah in like the 1600s or something yeah like, like way a long time ago and what, what was the term the uh the leering judge the leering judge which i'm like he's like could be creepy but like the 1600s that might have been a compliment yes that could have been yeah like a very intimidating stare yeah so david i yes sir I could probably find a place to get you a Scottish kilt, but I don't know if that would be quite the same as what you're looking for. Yeah, I don't think that's quite as culturally acceptable. I want to be culturally acceptable. Sure. And uh, Wendy's given me a few places already. You're, 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 you have I'll, some German in you? I'll get you the place. I don't can. think so, but I, like, if you have some German in you, I'll buy you some later hose. Oh, yes. You know I'd wear it. I'll, uh, I'll, I'd wear it with you. I do have some German in me. I'll get you the place. That would I you like some in you? I would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
Dave's getting banged on TikTok. That's right. We may have some tickets, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we we may be rearranging the chairs. <laughs> All of a sudden, Nick got really popular. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I say, actually, I told you I, I just got a kilt made. Yeah, um, you did. So, yeah. Uh, that, for everybody listening, my nationals team, right? So in nationals, you have to like it's the highest respect aspect of bowling. Um, like you can't wear shorts, you can't wear a t-shirt. Everything really? you have to you have to wear a collared shirt. Hmm. You can have a mock collar now. They've um you have to wear slacks, right? No, no cargo like pockets on the sides. Um, but there's there's a loophole, right? Well, if you're claiming heritage aspects of things, you're allowed to wear a kilt as a man. Wow. So my whole entire team is wearing kilts this year, um, which is really, really fun. Right. Women, women, they can wear slacks and they can they're actually allowed to wear skirts and stuff, but it ends up being kind of like how golf is in terms of the competition. Exactly. You right? can't do shorts and t-shirts, you have to wear. Yep. And, and and so you know you have to and they just won't like they literally won't let you through the really? building or you know in, into the playing field if, if you're not ready for it um and of course they sell shirts if you are too stupid to realize then they'll hit you for 70 bucks just so you can yeah, but... i mean since we're talking kind of sports and we haven't gotten to baseball yet <laughs> yeah you guys know this because you were on the cruise yeah did you know especially professor what the term golf is an acronym for Oh, no. no, I might be able to guess, but go on. I'll take a guess. No, go ahead. I want to hear this. No, nope. we want to hear a guess. <laughs> guess. With what you know, you might okay. This was we got it was one of the trivias on the cruise. It was it's gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. Yep. Wow, Which, if you think about it in Scotland, we're mm-hmm. informed it yep. was a men's thing. Mm-hmm. Even I when it came here, it was a men's thing. I had no idea. Yeah. So, Nick, I do have no. to ask you about the the kilt. Yeah, when bowling. Yep. So I understand. I think the Snickers might know where this is going. So I understand that the authentic way to wear. I kilt... will not be wearing an authentic. Okay. <laughs> so um, Nick that... will have underwear on. Okay. So that, would be a, that would be a little. Well, that could lead to some chafing. Yeah, with so, bowling. Yeah, that's kind of why I was getting. There's a couple yeah. things that's happening. So my kilt is actually. I mean, it is my my best friend bought it for me. Let's just be honest about that. Um, like these are handmade they're very expensive okay um and so i still have to practice it out he's actually practicing his today to see if we can actually do it because you know it's 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 different right i mean um and we're there to win money yes we want to have fun doing it but we're we're there to to compete um and so mine i saw i i was I'm, i'm a big dude i'm nervous it's funny like i'll just be honest right like I wear many X's and my teammates are all mediums and larges. Okay. So trying to find stuff that fits all of us in a range of just like, boys, like, stop. Like you're trying to make, I get that. We want to have really cool pants colors. I get yeah. that. we. I can't find that in my size. Okay. <laughs> like I have to do everything custom. So, but anyway, I got my kilt done and then I started working out. So I'm hoping to lose a little bit, but my kilt's actually already, so I might have to go get it hemmed up and, and brought in because it's already a little loose, so wow. I'm thinking I have to wear um, shorts underneath just to make it tight enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way we bought it, so I can't—I don't know if it's traditional, but we actually put belt loops on it, oh, so that way I'll be uh-huh. able to wear a belt around mine as well, just to make sure that it stays up. Because yeah, currently, yeah. like it's falling, it's not 
you know, it just, it will, it falls and yeah. they're heavy actually. Huh. I know just like, like this one's thick and it's heavy. Yeah, and it's just, well, they always make them with like a really thick, like they do the tartan or whatever. Yeah, it's the tartan. Yeah, okay. My, oh, interesting. And, uh, okay. Um, I didn't do my family starting, um, but we, we, mine, mine's great. I really love mine. I was going to throw it on for today's episode, but. <laughs> well, see, and that's part of the reason I have Wendy researching because I want to use the family tart. Yeah. And, uh, but no, so I, at this moment, I'll be wearing, I'll be wearing stuff underneath. And yeah. Yes. Excellent. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've been bowling too many times and you'd be surprised how many guys split their pants. Yeah. Like if, if you ever look at my bag now, even, even like for league, now, I've ripped my pants way too many times, more than I care to admit, like down, the, I'll, I'll shoot at a 10 pin or something, rip it down the crotch and then call my wife and be like, Hey, I need another pair of pants. And, uh, um, but so I, I carry extra pants now just because mm-hmm. when a, I'm a big dude to find extra pants is going to be ridiculous. Right. Yeah. And number two, like when you're in Las Vegas and you have nothing else, like, yeah, you can duct tape your crack, but <laughs> uh, you know, funny you say that Yeah. coaching. Yeah. I care carry an extra pair of everything yeah you have to i mean all my clothes just in case yep. anything else and so no i i i don't know and i do have the fun thing i do have fun underwear so i i would feel comfortable just wearing fun underwear uh-huh. and uh you know i i don't know we'll, we'll see I'll, I'll i'll have something but it's pretty long so yeah. you know and i i I'm looking forward to it. I got to get out and practice just to see if I can do it because I don't want to show up the first time. Like, yeah, this isn't working for me. (laughs) So we're going to start this baseball episode off with trivia. 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 I tried to tell me the trivia questions earlier this week. I'm like, no. Nobody nobody wanted to know anything. I'm going to be surprised. Okay. Not counting counting batters who were intentionally walked. This pitcher faced 8,025 batters between 1995 and 2003. Maddox. Maddox. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Give me a guess on how many total balls he threw. 8,025 batters. Like this is total balls, not walks. Total balls. 8,000 batters probably average about four to five pitches per batter. 10,000. I got a 10,000. Anybody else? I'm going to guess a little more. I'm going to guess 12,000. Okay. We got 12,000 from Daniel. Uh, 8,000 batters? 8,025 batters. I'm going to guess that he did 10,000. Okay. Got two 10,000. I'm going to go 16,000. Two two per person. 8,006. Wow. Less balls than he threw to batters. That's incredible. Which follows me to my next question. Best pitcher of our generation. <laughs> well, probably answered. I mean, Randy Johnson was great, Randy though. Johnson he threw was good. gas. But... And I think we talked about this with the previous baseball. Yeah, so probably did. When you have a stat named after you, yes, which is or not a stat, but a, a category. A category, yeah. which basically is doing a perfect or a, a complete no, game a complete, with under 90, yeah. under 90 pitches thrown. Is a Maddox. Is a Maddox. It just, you don't get those kind of things unless you are 
I just yeah. want it known that, Greg that my favorite baseball club, the Chicago Cubs, yeah. their general manager, Larry Himes, said Greg Maddox is nothing special and let him walk for fucking nothing. Well, that's why they won 107 yeah. years without winning right. the fucking Eight, World uh, Series. 108, 108 years. Not, excuse me. I mean, that would be why. If they would have had him during those years. They still wouldn't have won last. No, no, think they, would. they didn't have the support around. They didn't. But that is, so what the Cubs did with Greg Maddox, though, is you know, I, I'm being sensitive of, of Cubs fans, but, no, but yeah. it's <laughs> emblematic of why that team sucked for so long. It, because it really if, if they did that to Greg Maddox, just think of how many yeah. other players have been sleeping in right now again anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, and I just watched a video, and it was the same with Al Avila, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, the amount of people he yeah. just like. Oh, hey, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. I think yeah. I said Nick shared me that TikTok, yeah. and the names on that list, yeah. I was like, oh my God, that should get somebody shot. Right. And see, here's the problem with the Tigers. Then you've got, I mean, I hate to say it, but the Tigers have had forty years, forty years of actually not doing much with their farm system compared to other clubs, mm-hmm. and. The um, they didn't put it in that many words, but Daniel and I, um, I won't mention his name because he's sitting right next to me in the studio. We like to listen to Tiger baseball games on the radio, mm-hmm. and even their announcers, which are our consummate professionals, they don't rip on the team, but they're not pathetic fanboys either. Mm-hmm. They even said at the beginning of last season that this is an organization that went forty years without actually yeah. seriously investing in their farm system. Randy, you know, Randy Smith, when he was a general manager there after Illich bought the team, he had said, oh, yes, we're going to reinvest in the farm system. And they didn't actually do it. And when Dave Dombrowski got there, it was the checkbook version of building a team with, of course, some of their own homegrown talent. So the farm system was you know, somewhat functional. But what really disappoints me now is actually to see the organization where I actually think the last five years, at least. They did have some good investment in a farm system. Mm-hmm. Everybody got screwed in the minor leagues because of the COVID year where they didn't yep. actually even play a season in the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. People don't I think a lot of people have are only now realizing the impact that had on the game. So it's disappointing to see the Tigers at the position they are and then still not go out and get some better free agent talent to accentuate what you didn't do over the last now how many years of the farm yeah. system. The, the the biggest thing they did was signing Baez. Right. But you can't point to a huge move that they made no. besides that. But I think getting back to what Nick, what you guys just said about the people that have gone through there. I, I think Al Avila turned into and I don't want it to be a rip on Al Avila. I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think he and I've I've actually worked for people like this, thankfully not in a long time. They always think the grass is greener. Well, I get this guy, but what if I had this guy? What if I had this guy? What if I had this guy? And instead of well, taking the time to develop, yeah, develop what you have. Well, we I had this conversation a little bit last night. Um, it it came from the whole Wrexham thing. We'll talk about that later. But um, right, Alavila is from a generation where he had George Steinbrenner to look up to, right? And literally, yeah. That's that's Steinbrenner went and bought every they won their championships, right? And, I, and you can call it jealousy, you can call it if Tribbs was on here, I'd fight him all day, every day because nobody likes the Yankees. Um, true, and uh, Yankees fans, yeah. right? Fans. Well, let's say those they don't even like the Yankees, they're just too dumb to know it. <laughs> 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 um, 
but right like and and so i you know i was proud when illich went and bought i mean we had the greatest rotation i've seen in oh. my history right I mean, how do you not win anything with scherzer and verlander and how do you let them walk at the point in time when you let them walk it's it's because the kids took over right yeah. and then the kids were like well we can either have money yeah but didn't they, they let scherzer go before the kids took over yeah but yeah. say so that was and I, I get it but at the same time even david and i talked about Doug Fister. Now, yeah, he they good pitcher, very good. And if he had stuck around with that team, yep. he could have been, he could have turned into maybe not quite a Verlander or uh, Scherzer, but well, pretty close. I remember they had Rick Porcello too. Who yeah, and Porcello for the went and played well for the Red Sox. Red yep. Sox. Well, and all of them. I mean, gosh, Verlander just. I mean, they all they've all won. They've all done great in that video. I, How many Cy Youngs is? Uh, Verlander. No, the other one. Scherzer. Yeah, Scherzer one. Isn't it two? Two. Two. Two and then Verlander is three. Yeah. Yeah. So like five Cy Youngs. Yeah. Right. Not on the team that they were brought up through. Oh, he had one for did he have one for the Tigers? One for the Tigers. Yeah. Okay. So he won because he did that and he did the MVP of the year. He ended up winning like what 26 games or whatever. That's right. And that was the uh what was his last season with the Tigers? Wasn't there mm-hmm. second to last? Second to last. Second to I think really the last one he was injured a lot. Yeah, and then yeah. he had the year where he was yeah. kind of going down, and then they traded him, and then all of a sudden he got traded and turned into yeah. old Verlander yeah. for the yeah. yeah. And I'll admit, Andros. I'll be the first to admit that when they traded him, I thought, well, you know what? I mean, obviously the owner's given up on this team right now and they aren't going to spend money. So I was actually glad that he was going to a team that he might win a world series in, which he did. But again, to use that word disappointment, because you knew at that time, okay, this team sucked horrible between about 1990 Mm -hmm. and 2006. And now big frowny face. We're going to go through another 16 year period of being a suck ass shit team. And and that's the horrible part is you sit there and you get a little taste. Yeah. You had a taste from 84 to 88 because 88, they barely missed the playoffs. And And then you didn't get a taste again until the mid two thousands. We're going to be dealing with, with the same as the We got the taste. We got the world series. We got four playoff years in a row. Right. They're, I mean, the Cubs, we could, I don't know. They, they're putting their hope in Jan Gomes, man. I, I don't know. It still bothers me that That's they tough. did what they did with Wilson. I mean, okay. Wilson's get, you know, he's 30 and yep. for a catcher, that's 60. Yeah. But at the same time, and, and they hit all his negatives. So he's not a great pitch framer. He doesn't call a great game. Okay. I get that. But the guy was the heart and soul of the team and right. a shitty team right. in the last two years. And he does everything you ask of him. And the guy hits for power and he hits for average and he comes to the ballpark with a smile on his face and he's happy to be there. And you can't put a damn number on that as far as I'm concerned. There's the entire thing. Do you need, like, you look at some of these great pitchers. You need a great Maddox didn't need a guy, a great guy catching for him. No. Braves didn't necessarily need a great guy catching when they had name me the Braves catcher in the 90s. Well, they had Javi Lopez. They did have Javi Lopez. And he would usually actually catch for Greg Maddox. He would. Yeah, but he was again not no he wasn't the greatest backstop. No, not at all. But if you had a smart pitcher, you didn't need a great you want a defensive catcher. You want somebody who can throw a guy out at you know second and 
a guy who's not willing to take a hit at the plate. When and, you get some of these guys, they're like, I have to have my catcher. I have to have my yeah, catcher. Yeah. If you can only throw to your catcher, yeah. I got a problem. Even you got that with the Cubs the year they won the, the World Series. Series. Yeah. yeah. Ross was the only guy had, who would had to catch yeah. Lester. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it probably helped because yeah. Lester couldn't throw to first. Well, and that was part of the problem because Ross could at least throw people out. I mean, yeah. Willie could too, but yeah. I The thing is, is I understand that, okay, it's baseball 101. You got to have a catcher who can call a game mm -hmm. and field his position. But, okay, it's Major League Baseball. Like, shouldn't that be assumed? You got to have a catcher that can actually hit Hell. too because mm -hmm. baseball has this thing called offense. Yes. Mm -hmm. And amazingly so, it has a rule that says you have to have more points scored than the other team to win. Wait. What a concept. And when you have catchers. Golf. Yeah. And, you know, the tight. Let's go back to the Tigers a yeah. little bit. Who's the last good catcher the Tigers put through their farm yep. system? Yeah, their farm system. Who was it? Lance a, Parrish? Okay. Well, so, yeah, I have to do It depends on what your definition of good is. The Actually, David and I joke about this. Yeah. Brad Osmus was actually a pretty good catcher. He was a good today. catcher. Now, that, and of course, that was in the era when the team was did, awful. Yeah. And they did, well, as soon as he got. Decent and became a free agent. Fuck, Blanco. Yeah, he went to Houston. He went to Houston. And he was a better catcher in Houston. Yes, he was. He was a horrible manager. They got to the point where, yes, they thought catchers would be good managers. But we're right. with Ross. I mean, Ross is probably only got another yeah. Yeah. year or so he's, before they get rid of him. He's Brad Osmus. He, he is. Okay. And he's David and I actually call him. David yeah, Osmus. David Osmus, yeah. because you listen to his post-game yeah. pressers, right? The yeah. guy's a nice guy. He knows a lot about the game, and he's probably a really shitty manager, and he's too young. You can't put a manager in who has only been retired for a few years and think yeah. you're going to have any respect amongst the players. We know that because, unfortunately, it happens. That, it happens. Yeah. that was yeah. part of Osmus's yeah. problem. So you had situations where, you know, the shortstop runs off the field and does something to the manager and he doesn't like it. What was it Luis Gonzalez with the Tigers? And, you know, so you got a, a blow-up in yep. the freaking dugout during a game where a player tells a manager basically to go, you know, do one. And that's what happens when you have a manager who doesn't yep. immediately garner the respect of the players. And it's probably no fault of auspices. No. It's turn into a great game. Hey, for the record, when the Tigers hired him, and Daniel can vouch for this because he's, you know, spent a lot of time around me, I said, yeah. I bet you Brad Austin makes a great manager someday, yeah. but I bet you it's not with this yeah. team. Yeah. It, it, it reminds me of Joe Torre. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. He was yeah. horrible as a manager. Yep. yep. And then... He went to broadcast for a while and he was out of the game, you know, not out of the game, but out of the dugout for 10, 12 years. And Steinbrenner hired him. Mm -hmm. And yeah, those teams were stacked. Oh, yeah. But you still have to have a good manager put you pieces know. in well, place. Well, you do. And in Absolutely. their case, one of the most important things a manager can do, especially in a place like New York, is he's an ego manager. Right, yes. right? And in, in professional sports, big time sports, right. it sounds like a stupid thing, but no, it's actually like really important part of being a professional sports you know team coach yeah. you got to be able to manage those eagles and, and we talking about our, our recently retired catchers joe girardi he did yeah. not do so well in new york he didn't and when they got when they fired him they got aaron boone i thought these fucking idiots what are they getting rid of him for but what did i know yeah aaron boone is very good, He's a good at manager. he knows eagles and that is what they needed. Well, Girardi did awful in Philly. Yeah, he really did. Awful. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And, he, and I love he Joe. He's at the booth right now. Yeah. 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 
And I love Joe. I think he'll be a yeah. great manager. Yeah. But it's yeah. intriguing that the Cubs are, are ready to hire a guy just a couple of years out of retirement, but won't pull, pull Rhino and uh, yeah. be their manager. Yeah. I, I think there's I think there's a lot of politics that, go, that goes on with that, right? He I has, think there is. Brian Sandberg is an interesting place in the hearts and minds of Cubs fans since mm-hmm. he's retired. I think if you put Sandberg in the dugout and he loses. Oh, yeah. No, it's I would agree. It it tarnishes who he is. Yeah. yeah and I, I think agree, that's yeah. a lot of what they're looking at. And see, but, that's yeah. why the Red Wings were, I mean, I, I don't want to get off into hockey here, but that was the same thing with Steve Eisman. Mm-hmm. That's part of why they put him up in the front office. But mm-hmm. there's still that talk about him, and time's ticking with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's still that talk, <clears throat> the greatest Red Wing of all time, except for maybe Gordie Howe. And yeah. Well, and with, tarnish him. and with the Cubs hiring david ross i mean quite frankly i think that there was some old thinking in there that well a catcher has got to know a lot about the game so by default if we're going to pick a recently retired player to have his manager he's going to be a catcher but then they also thought too that well ross wasn't a hall of famer and sometimes it's the players that weren't so good when they play savings too yeah oh of course with that i mean yeah there there was talk that tom ricketts was actually contemplating making a bid on the the chelsea football you know the soccer team out of london because the british government forced the russian that owned it to sell it and it was sold to an american actually but it wasn't tom ricketts yeah and was that ever a serious bid? Did it have anything to do with him not spending money on the cubs who knows i mean it's speculation but they haven't actually spent now for the second offseason, it appears to be, much money on the team. Well, and the thing that pisses me off about them is that ballpark, which they own now, is yeah. a license to print money. Oh, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> it's and their ATM machine. All you're doing yeah. is pissing everybody off to the point they're like, fuck it, I'm not going. I remember yeah. I went to a game in 14 before they got good. Mm-hmm. Renteria was still the manager. Oh, yeah. I bought tickets off StubHub for like 10 bucks. Great seats. Mm-hmm. And Caitlin Dawn... Uh, Walling and I went and we had a great time. I mean, they were horrible that year and, and they actually ended up winning that game. I don't know how, but we had a great time because they're, you know, the ballpark was like three quarters full, maybe. Mm-hmm. And tickets were dirt fucking cheap because everybody had it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd been so many years of losing. I mean, at that point, they hadn't been good since 08. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, they were constantly three and out in wild card series, yeah. but nobody gave a shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you, you mentioned managers a minute ago. That brings me to another trivia. Oh, good. good. This man called a game that was managed by Connie Mack, who was born in 1862. Cornelius McGillicuddy was his full name. And he also called a game that was pitched by Julio Urias, who was born in 1996. Wait, okay, let's read that again. Please. This man called a game. He called a game. An announcer. It's an announcer. Yep. That was managed by Connie Mack, who was born in 1862. Yep. And he also called a game that was pitched by Julio Urias, who was born in 1996. So I'm going to I'm going to guess Ernie Harwell. Ernie Harwell. Mm-hmm. Harry Carey died in 1996. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. From the grave. 1998. Mel Allen. That's what I was going to guess was Mel Allen. Okay. Really? Ernie Harwell's my guess. No. Vin Scully. Oh, oh Vin, yes. And he just, right. He he just, just, one what? of the big days. <laughs> yeah. This one just retired recently. So, yeah. It was, well, yeah. yeah. He, no. His last year. Wow. There was a Cubs game on, and I had MLB Network, or not MLB Network, MLB TV, because it's free if you have T Mobile at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully they do that again this year. But uh, 
I have two the, dual now. No, I don't. No, you don't. Yeah. You, you switched. I have Verizon. So the, the last time the Cubs played the Dodgers, mm-hmm. they cut away from the Cubs broadcast for like three innings and just let Vin Scully call the entire game. Good. Yeah. And I was so happy because yeah. that's all I wanted to hear. Yeah. Yeah. He was the truly the last of the back when, you know, more people got games from the radio yes, than other sources sure. of media. He was the last of that generation. Yeah, of course. He was. So you had at one time these greats of, of radio broadcasting for baseball, him, uh, Mel Allen, Ernie Harwell, of course, mm-hmm. Harry Carey, and Jack Brickhouse. Yep, yeah. absolutely. And I mean, there's some other names that have, have made their uh, place in radio broadcast, but it's not the glory it used to be, only because I think it doesn't have the place because there's a lot of other ways to consume a baseball game if yeah. you're not actually there. But it is really neat that there these last little pieces of of uh, that connection we had to the past, and it's unfortunate that it happens, they're gone, and that's how life works. Well, you know, it's funny because back in the olden days, when games were on, especially if it was a night game, these radio stations they were on were just mega stations oh, yeah. and you could hear you. them for yeah. eight nine states away yeah, absolutely. so everybody in the midwest could turn on a cardinals yeah. game and listen to harry carey anybody yeah. you know you could turn on and listen to the tiger yeah you could hear you listen to Ernie Harwell, and they you can get that station like you said eight like, states at night i think even at a point kzo was airing the tiger game they, they, still, they do. still do yeah they still do i remember yeah. i'm talking back then when he was yep. mm-hmm. when yep. i was a kid and i i told you guys all this story before when i was a kid I turned on WGN during the day so I could watch Harry. Mm-hmm. I'd catch him for the first three innings. I'd go outside and throw off the wall for the next three innings because he'd switch over to the radio yeah. side for three innings. And then I'd yeah. come back and catch the last three on TV. And then at night, I'd go to sleep with Ernie Harwell in my yes. ear listening to the Tigers game. Yeah. And there was, I, I for my money, there was no better time growing up. No, mm-hmm. I, look, I told Because you if you're a baseball fan and you could yeah. listen to those two every day. Oh, yeah. When we were in, uh, I don't know, what, sixth, seventh grade, we got cable. It was a big deal. Yeah. And that was one of the reasons our dad wanted to get it. Yes. Yeah. For the Cubs. And mm-hmm. immediately, Harry Carey then was in our house. Every day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, I say, same. I grew up with my grandparents. So I grew up old. And, yep. We watched exactly what you did, right? Yep. We watched it. We watched the Cubs. Then we turn around and watch the Tigers. Yeah. I still enjoy taking, if, if I'm not in person, I still prefer to listen to the game on the radio. Oh, very much. Weird that way, I just do. There's right? something about a ball yeah, game on the radio. Yeah. There's no other sport you can no. say that about. Right. Absolutely. Oh, gosh, no. Like, I like watching the Tigers games because you got Hayline and Cal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. they oh, were yeah. good, too. Yeah. Yeah. They were. Um, Especially with their connection. And yes. Mm-hmm. I do it. Ex-Tigers. When, when I'm on a motorcycle, I listen. If Tigers games on, that's what's playing on my radio. Absolutely. I think it's... it's yep. and, my my wife will get my car and my kid even she listens to it because if the game's on i'm listening to it on the radio because mm-hmm. i want like i just enjoy it and i was like oh my gosh this is and i'm like just sit and listen mine's the right. same thing you'll be right you'll be able to you'll be able to understand exactly what's right oh yeah exactly. like hey oh yeah he's sitting out there picking daily lines in the right field and right you just imagine yep. your head there's a right field and like For sure. you know i've seen most of the parks and things like that and just like all right, I know exactly where he's at. I can see the foul. <laughs> you know, I, I think my favorite baseball like announcing lineup ever was uh, the one where Enrico Palazzo was singing the uh, se- the so, national anthem <laughs> of that. And then he came out and the was upstairs. She had Joyce Brothers. Yeah. And... That's a great movie, Naked Gun. Yeah, yeah. great movie. Oh, yeah. Yes, I, yes, I think about that. Like, Vince Scully, Bell Allen. Right. Yeah. 
Bob Costas, Costas Al Michaels. Al Michaels. Yeah. It, it, it's funny because, you know, being a Cubs fan, I love Pat Hughes. I think he calls a great yeah, game on does. the radio. Yeah. I do too. And yeah. uh, I, I enjoyed yeah. Len Casper on TV. I thought he did a really yeah. nice job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when he decided to leave and go to the White Sox radio team, I was mm-hmm. like, that's a weird move. Yeah. But like us, he, he loves calling a game, mm-hmm. actually calling a game. See, I thought when Steve Stone went to the White Sox, it was the same thing for me because as kids, it was him and Harry that yeah. did the TV broadcast. Yeah. Then, like you said, and Harry would do both. But yeah, hearing him do White Sox games for a little bit, but he's been there a while now. He has been so, there a while. I, I'm used to it. And now it's part of the experience, but he it, is, it's a little bit. He is such a great teller of, you know, the stories or um why people are doing what they're doing mm-hmm. in specific game situations i mean yeah. there, there are analysts out there but steve stone is at the yeah. top of that oh list. yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah and i like his um you know appearances that he makes on on for example 670 out uh, uh, chicago oh, yeah. it's great absolutely great and and you know the whole on those programs on that station have to be reeled in from time to time yep. they yeah. to put it mildly i mean last year it you know ripping on one of the absolute truly truly gates greats of the game of baseball tony la russa yeah and some of the guys that host uh programs on that station are just absolutely ripping this guy apart and i'm thinking to myself you know this is like one of the truly greats yeah. of the game i mean he's got i think he has more world series victories than any other manager he's probably right up there in total wins both leagues the american and national and and they're just talking about this guy as if he was some, you know, guy that got hauled out of a prison yard league. Yeah, gonna dog shit. Just yeah. total dog shit. And of and of course they have to bring him in other past yeah. incidences and rip on Jerry Reinsdorf. And I mean that's almost like shooting fish in a barrel in it, terms it really of Chicago media and people's opinions on him. But then they also have to begrudgingly admit that the guy's probably a really good person to work for. And it's too bad because he's not a big enough asshole to the people that, you know, he's run not Steinbrenner. Yeah, yeah, that's what they want. And literally, he's just not yeah. Steinbrenner. Yep. I mean, that, that's really what they want. I don't, I don't. Everybody turned to the door right when it opened. They're all excited about who's here joining us here. Yeah. But I, and look, here in Michigan, we have sort of the opposite. And I, we didn't talk about this much last time. When we did the baseball episode, so I don't know. Maybe we hear you guys' thoughts on it, but the the sports media, as it covers baseball here in Michigan, and of course the Michigan team is the Detroit Tigers, and it's just a very different level of engagement with the sports teams than you get in other media markets. They don't feel nearly as passionate. No, they're angry. Absolutely yeah. not. They don't. And so and that that word anger. If, they if don't have it. Lasorda or Lasorda, Jesus Christ. They should have hired time in Lasorda. <laughs> yeah. If Tony LaRusso had come in and won, yeah. nobody would have said a fucking word. Well they wouldn't have, but see right. this is what I don't understand. Yeah. I'm gonna need Correct. your help on this one, Dave and yep. Mike and hey, the fans I mean, for crying out loud, I'm just talking about the city of Chicago as a whole when it comes to baseball. The Cubs, you got a guy that won the World Series, okay? Mm-hmm. You think, you you would think that that would make this guy, like, invincible. He's ne- He could do anything, you know, and nobody's ever going to rip on him again because for the first time in 108 years, by golly, we got a world championship. And no, that's not at all what happened. His ass was thrown out that door quick. Well, you quick. know, part of it was... 
they looked at how the World Series was managed that year. Yeah. And I love Tito Francona. I think he's a great coach. Yep. Yeah. They both had horrible mm-hmm. World Series, both of those managers. Yeah. I mean, they made so many bad moves and got second guessed so many times right. for the yeah. dumb shit they did. How many times they put in Chapman, Chapman with runners on? Yeah. When Which he you are awful with runners yeah. on. I mean, he lifted Hendricks from game seven of the World Series when he was cruising. Yeah. Lester comes in and who's great and ends up throwing a wild pitch that scores two runs. And I don't disagree with any of that, but. But he won the game. He, he won, won, won it. The game. On, he did. And on top of that, those are the same types of maneuvers that every single manager, including the, including David Ross, yep. do all the time. Yeah. yeah. So if you're going to pick a reason to get rid of the guy, I mean, look, you you might want to think about also the fact that he did this little thing like won a freaking World yeah. Series for you. Again, they do that. It's it's always, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. It, is. it is. Like He and I have talked about it from a football perspective a ton. Mm. You look at Coughlin from the Giants. Yeah. How many yeah. times was his name on like the likely going to get fired yeah. and he yeah. could lead him to a Super Bowl? That's true. Yeah. He's going to get fired later, all of a sudden he's yeah. in the Super Bowl winning it yeah. and then Halfway through the next season, he's getting fired again. Yeah, that's true. But I think that a lot of sports ownership is just, they're too easy and too quick to think that, oh, I'll fire the manager. Then the fans will think I care. See, and I think part of it is, it really depends on what market you're in, too. I mean, if you're in New York, if you're in Chicago, Philadelphia is probably another one. Yeah. If you're not winning, they're going to get rid of your ass real quick. They have a short, yeah. short level of patience. You have have a long leash. You do. In Detroit. If you're in Milwaukee. Kansas yeah. City, yeah. Yeah. Texas. No. They don't seem to care quite as much. No, and it's interesting too because you look at the baseball markets and and there's obviously when you're looking at the sport from baseball or from a business perspective, you want to do that, but there's not always a direct correlation of of how knee-jerk reactionary the management is to the size of the city. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought that was a, a really cool thing about baseball, though, is that it isn't only the big city teams that have been good historically. You know, you look at a team yeah. like the St. Louis Cardinals. Mm-hmm. When we talk about markets, they would be still considered a quote-unquote small market team. They would. Mm-hmm. But yet they are able to get in uh, every year or down near it, a good team. Mm-hmm. They make it work, and it's one of the reasons why, as a Tigers fan, I just don't have a lot of patience to get back to the point I made a few minutes ago about how much they didn't spend on their team. And I don't have a lot of patience for that because it isn't a small market team. It never has no. been. And on top of all of that, you know, the Tigers have a really good, loyal fan base. They do. They don't have an, like an excuse that, oh, nobody ever goes to the games. It's not true. I've been to Tigers games at Comerica Park where the team was 20 games out of first place mm-hmm. in September, and there's still 25,000 yeah. fans yeah. there, yeah. which is really remarkable. Well, you know, and we were talking about why Sandberg didn't get a shot to to manage the Cubs, and I, I think part of the reason is not to go back to this, but David, what shirt are you wearing right now? <laughs> and what's on the back of that? That. Yeah, would be Alan Trammell's yep. number of number three. three. I just got away from my mic. Well, that's true. But Alan yep. Trammell. Yep. Yep. People Who, that are listening to the us Tigers. and not watching yeah. us. I have a 1984. That is his reputation. Yep. Jersey on. Yeah. it because again, Tigers fans are very forgiving. That's he's true. Yeah. With the well, he was back with the organization. I don't know if he stayed on after the Avila firing, but up till last year he was again. 
a great but yeah ball player yeah. and a great tiger mm-hmm. I mean, but not a very good match not a great manager but I, i'm gonna ask this because you know you two are both historians and and your longtime tiger fans nick doesn't know anything before he was born <laughs> well because i don't care yeah uh didn't, didn't fair, impact my, my life yeah. I, I have two questions the first one mm-hmm. the best tiger of the 80s the second one your favorite tiger of the 80s because i have different oh, answers for yeah both. best tiger of the 80s would be probably jack morris my favorite tiger of the 80s i gotta say it would be kirk gibson i i oh, agree, yeah. i agree with him on one of them kirk gibson but i think alan trammell Alan Trammell. Yeah. See, and I'm, I'm, I agree with you with Gibson. He was my favorite yeah. Tiger. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But I'm going with Lou Whitaker. No. Nope. Ah. But okay. I think I'd be yeah. with you because, yeah. like I said, what I remember, I can't argue with that. Yeah, that I'm the not the radio broadcast of the Tigers. I remember it being like, why are they booing some yeah. of their yeah. own team? Yes. Yeah. I said Ooh. the same thing. Yeah. We're going to, to the first game I went to at Tiger Stadium when Lou Whitaker was playing. I asked my dad that. Why are they booing? Oh, no, yeah. so yeah. exactly. Like the second. Yes. And he ended up like hitting a home run or something. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can yeah. still in my ear, I can hear Ernie Harwell going Chester Lemon up to the play. Oh, yes. I mean, there are just certain names that you're like, oh yeah. my God, I loved Chet Lemon yeah. so much. And I struggle with nostalgia because I'm a historian and I, the snooty, stuck up academic mind of me thinks nostalgia is pathetic. Come on. But then, I'm a human being, yes. and I love nostalgia, and that's why I'm wearing a, you know, oh, 1984. You talk about like the names you've already got. You got Lance Parrish, yeah, mm-hmm. great catcher. Yeah, I mean, you're uh, Daryl Evans at first, Evans. and uh, Tom Brookins, Tom Brookins, Tom Brookins, um, Larry Herndon, Larry Herndon. Yep. So here's a, uh, a piece of trivia. Okay, I love so, trivia. So, so Tom <clears throat> Brookins, yes, played. Every position, um, I believe it was Tom Brokins. He played every position in a game, and at the end of the game, they gave him a because um, he they had him catch for an inning, half inning, and they presented him with his catcher's helmet with ice and beer after the game. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome! That's there great. was another Tiger player though that played in every game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I played in every position. Every position. Um, it was recently. I know. Yeah, this, I'm not going to say the it. The kid that was horrible at batting. Yep. Um, I'll let you say. I, I have well, no have, idea. I don't have a. Mm-hmm. I know who it is. That's horrible. He actually came up from the white caps. I'm pretty positive. He, he did. And yeah. um, um, I know exactly who yep. you're talking about. And the my brain just froze up. Sorry. I forgot. Uh, and, and, you know, the other person is uh, Will Farrell. Yes, yes. Actually, which is hilarious, right? Yes. Yeah, talk uh, about that for a minute. Sorry, yeah. I forgot about Summer Fair was a basketball, right? Yeah. So you're right. Yeah. He did, he, he did like a documentary type thing. Oh, that's okay. He, 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 training tour. Yeah, he, he went to a bunch of different stadiums and played in every position mm-hmm. for different teams in well, like two days or yeah something. it was cool. crazy something like that it was awesome uh even pitched you during spring training because they're all in like a three hour yep. whether you're yeah. in Florida yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right gosh yeah I need now I need to know this answer because uh 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 starts with an R is it Riley Green? No no um no, he's currently with the team but yeah so it starts with an R Roy Hobbs no no kid um Rogers now I have to look this up Jeez, but anyway, so yeah, Rick Vaughn, Will, Will Ferrell. So if you get a Rick chance, Vaughn. Rick, Ricky Vaughn, 
um I, one of my favorite movies um but so then you gotta you gotta realize that right if will ferrell can do it anybody can do it well i'm, um, I'm gonna say this while you people are looking up things this week i watched major league Moneyball, and bull durham <laughs> it was a good week hey heck yeah Read the best baseball movies. Okay. I, I want you to hit the ball. It was on, why I, I've thrown nine straight strikes. Just hit the damn ball. It was on the tip of Yeah. 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 So, but we're talking about, I mean, I mean, I think with Ross, the problem is too, since he's been hired, they've basically gutted the team. Yeah. They have. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, like Jack McKeon yeah. took the Marlins to a World Series. Yeah. Then they pretty much gutted the team. Yeah. Whoever was going to follow him was not going to do well. No. The thing that disappoints me, being a Cubs fan, I mean, they are the National League team I follow. Yeah. The What disappoints me about Ross, it's not that they hired him. It's why I feel like he is a nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah, he really was a nostalgia. He was, he was there so for the, the team's series. basically yeah. admitting, we're not going to spend money on players. Come to the come to the stadium to see David Ross. From yeah. The, yeah, I love that, yeah. Yeah. So that's... Well, you know, it's funny because which is funny because it was only there the couple of years. I know, right? So You're it didn't in... even like the same nostalgia no. you'd get from the it was fifteen Andre Dawson. Right, Andre Dawson, yes. Yeah. They like him. John would sit there and say that that World Series team in sixteen should go, Why do you want them to win it so badly? And I, I kept saying, I'm like, it will never be this group again. Yeah. I said Ross is gonna retire, Fowler's gonna be gone. Yeah. It, they don't have a better chance than right now, and yeah. I want this. And you had group. a team with a lot of the core players were guys that they drafted and yeah, they did or traded for when they were young. Yeah, and and you're sitting there watching it, going, "Oh my god!" I mean, I, I remember watching Ross going, "Okay, well, yeah, this is his farewell tour, but I want him to win a World Series in yeah. his last season." And then he hit yeah. that home run in yeah. the in game seven and mm-hmm. mike and i are on the phone the entire time going oh my god this is easy they're just gonna cruise and then fucking rajay davis yeah <laughs> yep wait where he come from tiger tiger to break my heart yeah oh you still look at like you know the the bright bright with the stat he had four years in a row he was rookie of the year no college world oh, yeah. series like mb mm-hmm. or college mvp yep. or whatever player of the whatever year. it was yeah um, minor league player of the player year, of the year rookie, rookie of the year, year and MVP. MVP. Only player to do those four consecutive. Yes. So yeah. I don't want to get off of where we're at, but I got a lot of a lot of questions for you guys. So okay. this, there are only the four players that have hit at least four hundred home runs and won ten Gold Gloves in MLB history. Players. Only three. Are in the Hall of Fame. Who isn't? Okay, okay. first, who isn't? Pete Rose. Uh, <laughs> no, he never went that many holes. Uh, 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 sorry, what was the question? Players with at least 400 home runs okay. and 10 Gold Glove Awards in MLB history. Three of the four are in the Hall of Fame. Who's the one that's not? Barry Bonds. Wrong. Okay, well, it's no, not. Yeah, he only had active he had like seven goals. Can I ask if any of them are still playing? No. Well, okay. Hall of Fame, they might be. Well, that's what. Yeah, that would have. Yeah, all of these are eligible. Okay. Three are in, one is uh, not. Okay, okay. I got to think, but he is a recent player. I got to think one is the steroid era. Some he did play in the steroid yeah. era, but was not accused of steroids. Oh. Hmm. Which makes it even harder. Boy, I'm drawing a blank. 
God, who were the I remember because there was the one that yeah never was accused, but still because he was in that era. Pujols? No, Pujols wouldn't he's have still, been. He's, he's not eligible yet. No, he's eligible. He, just he just retired. Oh, did he? Just, I thought it was two years ago. <clears throat> and then we also want the other three too. Yeah, we want the other three as well. Oh gosh. I'm okay, not. so the other three would one of them be Brooks Robinson? It would not. No. Johnny Bench. No, I guess that. Yeah. Um, I will. Oh, 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 um, Willie. Willie is Willie one is. of them. I was going to say the yep. greatest player of all time is yep. one of them. Nice. Um, the greatest player of our generation is the uh, is another one. He is in the Hall of Fame. Oh, Jeter? Uh, nope. No. He didn't have 400. No, 400 no I don't think he'd have that many. Yeah. Who would have greatest player of our the 400 generation? generation? The 400 home runs is the... I mean, I can think of a lot of guys that won gold gloves, but right. the problem, yeah. And for, this guy was the best at his position for a long time. Oh, it's Tony Gwynn. Nope. Um, I don't think he was ever a home run. He wasn't a home run. No, guy. that's right. Oh, that's right. He wouldn't have hit that. Dusty Smith. Is he ever in for? He was. I was gonna say that's the other thing I'm it's thinking of. Like a lot of those ones, I'm not aware. The one that's not. Yeah. That's not. The one that is not was a brave. Um, Chipper. Nope. No, it's um. Nick might have it. It's another. It's an. Oh, oh I uh, don't know. Justice. Huh? David Justice? Nope. nope. Oh, that's a good guess, though. Um, uh, that. Oh, are we guessing the one that is or isn't in the Hall of Fame? We're guessing both. Right? We're guessing both. Really. <laughs> I was say, uh, it's not in the Hall of Fame, was it in Atlanta Brave? Yeah. Just, oh, then it's Hank Aaron one Aaron. of the ones who is. Yeah. Hank, Hank Aaron is not. Okay, not enough gold. Because this the both the, the one that played in our generation spent a long time i will say okay in one city and then went to another city that his dad was famous for that should give it to you right away and it's bonds it's oh ken griffey jr ken griffey jr yeah for my money best player of our generation okay so yeah. so the guy that okay. isn't played clemens and griffey both in the hall of fame okay. yeah. i think clemens the, the one played that, long enough he did not yeah i didn't think so the one that isn't the one that isn't would be in that if he had been able to play long enough the other one that's in the hall of fame was a very famous third baseman not brooks robinson wait box no no not a home run hitter this guy is definitely a fucking home run hitter. Mike Schmidt. Mike Schmidt. Mike Schmidt. Um, yeah. And the one that's the a brave, that's anybody. Yeah. Gosh, I, Andrew are. Jones. Andrew, Andrew Jones. Jones. Oh, so I think the last name, name just had to read the last name. I didn't want to give you that. I had to go with, like, who was in the who was in the I'm going to go to my next question. Okay. How in the fuck is Scott Rowland in the Hall of Fame? I mean, <laughs> and while we're on this Scott Rowland bashing right now, I'll tell you what. Was it even more? Like, not even that one. Well, What's the other one? It was Andrew Jones, remember, though, had he had the media hate him. He had an attitude. He had an attitude. Yes. So that's part of why. Yeah, because the fucking yeah. baseball writers do yeah. it. If they don't yeah. like you, they won't vote for you. Right, exactly. Again, Nobody got unanimous votes until Mariano Rivera. Yeah, Are you fucking kidding yeah, me, Hank Aaron? Nolan fucking Ryan didn't get exactly. unanimous votes. Exactly. I got a, I got some Nolan Ryan stuff. Did you guys, uh, did you guys, it, it, I agree. It does yeah, not make I mean, sense. Even, even before oh. him, you look at people like Trevor Hoffman. Mm. Oh, and then you're, I remember when Nolan Ryan, I remember when his Hall of Fame ballot yeah. came up. And I remember watching ESPN yep. a couple days afterwards and 
one of the Boston sports writers that I was, was so proud of himself. I thought it was yeah. in Philadelphia. Or maybe it was, but Inquirer, it was right. just the mindset. I'm, I yeah. am, you know, not even capable of walking out of a taxi cab without tripping and falling on my face. I have no athletic skill. I never played the game, but yet I'm going to get my pompous ass on TV and say, I'm proud that I yeah. didn't vote for Nolan, Nolan. Ryan because yeah. it makes it look like I'm really smart and actually I'm a dumb shit. Yes, you know? and that—that's yeah. basically. You look at, like, and you're gonna vote, right? Which yeah, all the, yeah. All the, yeah. The fucking deal. Players, right? yeah, big mean, deal. Big deal. You brought up Ted Williams. Ted Williams. Ted Williams. Williams. Well, it's not a unanimous fault. Are you fucking yeah. kidding? Again, some arrogant sports writer that yeah. really thinks he's important yeah. because he got to do that. Oh, I didn't vote for yeah. Ted Williams. So while we're talking about Scott Rowland, Mike, I'm not allowed to answer this. This man had 407 more hits in his career in one less season than Scott Rowland. <laughs> he struck out 768 <laughs> less times than Scott and was Rowland. every bit the defender. Rowland hit 300 Three times this man did it nine. Any idea on who it is? Mike, shut up. And he's not in the Hall of Fame. He is not in the Hall of Fame. Lou uh, Whitaker. He also had the most hits and the most doubles in the 1990s of any player in baseball. Mm. Mm. He also played, have talked about he also it. played there. Yes. Oh, well, we were just talking about him. Were we just talking about him? I don't think we talked about him. No, we did not talk about him. Okay, but we talked about somebody very close to him. Somebody very close to him. Yeah, uh, Andre Dawson. Nope. No, he's in the Hall of Fame. Somebody who may have caught throws that were coming from Andre <laughs> Dawson. He probably caught a few from Dawson. Got a whole lot more from Dunstan. Yes. Well, that was my next guess. Mark Grace. Mark okay. Grace. Yep. Yeah. Mark Grace is not even. Sniffing at the Hall of Fame, but fucking Scott Rowland, are you? <laughs> I know. And the thing is, is I could say with Lou Whitaker, I mean, what's Lou Whitaker not in the fucking well, Hall of Fame? Well, here's what I was going to say. I mean, look, I think that the Detroit Tigers are the most important baseball team that's ever existed, and all their players should be meritorious of special recognition because of that. However, the rest of the world doesn't agree with me. And I can understand that with Lou Whitaker being in Detroit a little bit, but Mark Grace, I mean, come on, Chicago's the third fucking largest right. market in North America. Yeah. Don't me, tell me it's because the media hasn't me, heard of him. To me, though, <laughs> the fact that how long it took Al Trammell to get in the hall. Yeah, exactly. When his numbers are nearly identical to Derek Jeter's. Mm -hmm. But he played in Detroit. He, that's in what Detroit. I'm getting at. And Jeter yeah. played, in, played New in New York. See, and but that's what I can't understand about a guy like Mark Grace. Is that's not the case with Chicago. No, no. Okay, I don't, I don't think Gracie's a Hall of Famer. I love him. He's my favorite yeah. of all time. Yeah, but I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Up, 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 he's but, a great ball player. But if we're talking about better if numbers, you're, you're comparing him. If you're comparing yeah. him to some of these other people, yeah. you're like, how the hell did that guy right, get? Right. Yeah, yeah. Taking anything away from Scott Rowland, no. he's a fine ball player. Yeah, but he's not a he's fucking not Hall of Famer. Right. Well, and that's it. And it's all times again, it boils down also to the position you're in. Like I said, you may yes. possibly get different yeah. numbers. I mean, he's yeah. a third baseman. That's yeah. great. But come I, on, I no. think that the well, you look at third baseman. We've who's your favorite cup third baseman of all times? Who's never Ron uh, Ron Santo, and it took him how it took him until he yeah, died yeah. to get the fucking Hall of Fame. Travis, that wasn't even a voting one. That was a veterans committee. Yeah. committee. Did the Tigers have any third baseman in the Hall of Fame? That's a good question. Uh, George Kell, maybe is George Kell yes, in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, that's right. So I'm going to tell a story here because we love story time. Uh, 
the year Grace left the Cubs, of course, I was devastated because he was my favorite Cub. And that was the year, you know, Dawn and I were dating about a year at that point, And I wanted to take Caitlin to Wrigley Field very badly. You went, didn't you? Did you go? I would think probably. I think you point, went. Yeah. I know Brandy and Jacob went. I probably did. Um, so we go and we sat in the family section in the corner of the left field bleachers. Mm-hmm. And we're out there, you know. They're hitting balls before the game. Guy in front of us catches a home run ball, turns around, hands it to my daughter. Awesome. And she's so fucking excited. That's awesome. She's five years old, doesn't give a, maybe six at this time, doesn't give a fuck about anything going on around her. Yeah. And of course, I'm in heaven because I'm at Wrigley. Oh, yeah. sure. So we watched the game. Grace got a base hit. Randy Johnson shut out the Cubs. They managed one fucking hit the entire game. They were just horrible as always. Yep. <laughs> So we we leave the ballpark and we had actually parked at the car wash next to the ballpark. So we were kind of stuck until the people in front of us moved, mm-hmm. which luckily they only moved about 20 minutes after we got to our car. But while we're sitting in the car off in the distance, there's a whole bunch of people by this SUV. And Don goes, who's that? And this was when my eyes were better. And I go, kind of looks like Ron Santo. And she goes, give me that ball. And she yanks it out of Caitlin's hand and she yeah. runs. Yeah. Huh. Caitlin, I don't think it realized what was going on. Caitlin, I had no idea yeah. what was going on. And she gets up to his car and he's just ready to leave. And she goes, would you mind signing this for my daughter? And he goes, well, if it's for your daughter, sure. Yeah. So he signs it, Ron Santo. And she brings it back to the car and I'm thrilled because yeah. this is Ron Santo. Oh, yeah. 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 And Don only kind of knows who Ron is. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, she's she's been with me long enough that he's on the radio. So he, she knows he's yeah. famous. She just doesn't know why. Yep. Yeah. She hands the ball to Caitlin. And Caitlin's excited, even though she doesn't know what the fuck's going on. And I said, you know, you can't play with that ball now. And she goes, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> so you're not allowed to play with that ball. That's dad's ball. <laughs> she was so pissed at me. This is 2001. I, I bet she was. Yeah. Two Took years away from her. Two years later, yeah. they retired Ron Santos' number. She sat there and watched it with me and she goes, Dad, I'm glad you didn't let me play. Oh, that go. turned into her favorite cub of all time. We we saw him at a sports convention a year before he passed and you know we were both able to get a picture with him and she was just over the fucking moon that's awesome nice that's what that's a guy who wished too soon because of issues with type diabetes diabetes. yeah type one diabetes oh wow parish was the uh manager for the white caps yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and uh honestly both were lance and larry yep lance and, and so i I bring, I take my niece and nephew because it's an 11 o'clock game. Yeah. I, I go to every fucking early game I can. Yes. Awesome. And this is back when I was working, right? So I just take a half day and I'm like, mm-hmm. so I take my niece and nephew out of school and I'm like, we're having a great. And I was like, all right, kids, we got balls. You're going to go get these signed. You're going to cherish this. It's going to be awesome. Right. And again, I'm not, I'm not an old school Tiger fan, but like, right. I know the nostalgia. Oh, yeah. I'm like, look, you know what? All you're going to do is you're going to get a sign. You're going to put on your mantle in years from now. Hopefully it'll be worth a hundred bucks and you'll, you'll, you know, you'll enjoy it. And, uh, you know, just the, the devastation that they can't play with the yeah. ball and just like, wait, I can't throw this around and no, just, just hold it. And, uh, you know, I, out of that whole thing, like they loved getting the autograph, but out of that whole thing, all I got was my nephew didn't get, uh, um, perfect attendance. And I, I'm, I'm the reason I fucked that up. No way. You know what? Yeah. And, and he's he a price and, and he cried and I was like, oh. wow. 
congrats, you've made a great employee there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I just, I was like, wow. Out of I guarantee like, you, if I'm and, in Ferris Bueller's school and he invites me out for his day off, I'm right. I'll be right in the field. I can give it a iPad for that's And I'm not going to worry too much about the attempt. It just, no. it, just it, it was like, that's the whole difference of, and to me, it's making the memories. And I'm pretty yeah, sure oh, I'm pretty sure I, I listed on Facebook because I always have fun with it or whatever. I'm like, all right, cotton candy, 40 bucks, you know, popcorn, 75 bucks. And my tickets were only 10 back in the day. Now they're 17 bucks. Yeah. And this is, granted, we've moved up. We're single A ball or whatever, right? But like, yeah, um, high single A. High yeah, single A. High sing, yeah. Right. And so then, um, you know, I, I spent so much and I'm like ball priceless, right? And these kids, I'm just like, huh. All right, I understand. Yeah. You're you're just not at that point of, yeah. and I was like, it's fine, but I I have one that's signed, and it's great, right? I I've had well, I mean, you talk about perfect attendance, and I've had a couple of kids I've known as an adult through like scouts who got like perfect attendance, but it wasn't about the kid; it was honestly about the parent. Oh, Always, yeah. yeah. Well, if you're, uh, I mean, we're not talking about we're not doing an episode on perfect attendance, but yeah, let's just put it this way: most kids. It's not their responsibility to get themselves to school as much no. as it is their parents to get them there. And so perfect attendance and indeed rubs off on the mom and dad as much as it does junior. Also, kids have to, any human needs to realize off. that, yep, you need a day off. And you can't be perfect at everything. No. Yep. Don't expect it. Oh, and that's, you know, big I, deal. You missed a day. No. You're going to miss days of. No, the couple kids, um, I know. I think you, the problem you, was you the should. kid wasn't allowed to do much yeah. outside of school mm -hmm. and scouts. So going to school was, was a, a way to get out of the house. Sure. Yeah. I, I think it was Vince Lombardi that put it best. We strive for perfection, hoping to perfection, hoping to hit excellence. Right? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. yeah. Yep. And you know, I we just got back from Florida. And my yep. daughter, my daughter, skipped a whole week of school because I look at it and say, "All right, you know, we teach these kids that they're not supposed to miss school, right? And and you're limited, but." The teachers are they get days off and granted they get three months yeah. off and i'm not saying but like they get they get vacation time they get this and i was like no like i'll never teach my kid that aspect and the dreams and trust me she's been to i don't know five baseball stadiums and mm -hmm. she's seven That's <laughs> right? awesome. like and and so to me it's the it's the memories of these things and, and well and baseball and we've talked about this on this program before a little bit baseball used to be a day game yeah. and, and a lot of people don't understand the importance of that i mean like the entire sports rules were designed around a idealized version of a visit to the park yeah. way back in the day you know yeah. as the country's urbanizing that was the part of the whole point behind the way a baseball game is set up and again we've talked about this a little bit here i think that day on previous episodes day baseball is a really different experience especially when you get to go to a actual proper ballpark to watch it i I absolutely love it that one of the things the Tigers have done the last 10 years has the Thursday day game has become a unofficial, unofficial, official part of the team's schedule. And because they used to play day games on Thursdays a lot mm -hmm. back in yeah. the day, and the Tigers, of course, like most major league mm -hmm. teams, except the Cubs, have had lights since the 1940s yeah. or 50s. And But there's still something really special about in the middle of the day. And having a day off of work or a day off of school is one of the reasons why it's yeah, special. For sure. Yeah. So, and speaking of, let's say, no, go ahead. sorry, like one of we, you guys are Cubs fans. I'm Cub. I like the Cubs. I'm not going to say I'm a fan, but I, I, but going there, right? I went with my friend when tickets were cheap, and there's nothing better than watching these guys carry a seven foot thing and chalk lining just, yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's not the mm -hmm. new mechanics, but, and it would, 
man, it was mm-hmm. great. Like, I'm excited. To oh, that's the kid. cool. One of the coolest things about the cups is they literally still have yeah. metal things yeah. for putting the chalk lines. When, on. Yep. When, and, yeah. I mean, we went in 2000. What? I can't remember what year it was. 13, Probably 14, 14 or 15. Yep. Somewhere yeah. around then. And and yeah. you know, so I I'm excited. My daughter's never been to a Cubs game. She's I went with buddies or whatever and uh but i'm excited to bring her to that and see that right and we're gonna go to the day game we're that's gonna awesome. go look at this because i mean really when you bring it back like that's yeah. that's the type of stuff I mean, that's yeah. why we're here that's right. why we like yeah. you know you can there's people that will tolerate baseball and they'll watch stuff and right. hey you know most people look at it as hey it's a it's a night party let's go party and enjoy and yeah. stuff like that right and i'm there to watch the game yeah, right? watch you know my, my wife's like hey i'm gonna bring the kid to jump on the thing and i was like cool but make sure she watches some of the game because yeah. i get that she uh, can't do nine innings yet <laughs> when comerica park first opened i i remember people old school baseball people saying oh you can't put a ferris wheel outside yeah. of a baseball stadium right. come on you take kids to the ballpark yeah. you gotta make them watch the right. game i mean obviously though i mean no. like when they first built the growler stadium and it had yeah the park they're outside of it. Yeah, it was the Mayor's Riverfront. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, before now, they've got the actual park as part of the stadium, yeah. but it was still kind of cool. Like you could bring a kid, yeah. and if they got bored around the third inning, but you still wanted to be there for the end, you know, you take them to the park for 30 minutes yeah. and yeah. they get that excess energy out that yeah. they can't do when they're sitting yeah. there. So I don't think it's a bad idea no, to have that I stuff. Either. I don't either. I mean, especially because if if it gets the mom and dad in the yeah. stadium mm-hmm. and they don't feel like they won't go if they otherwise i guess what i'm trying to say is if they otherwise wouldn't go because they couldn't keep the kids occupied and interested then yeah, yeah i don't have an issue with it. i mean like i see it with like a lot of like and again we're, we do another sport but one of the things we do as a fundraiser for scouts is we take tickets for the football games at western mm. how many people leave that game after the end of the first quarter yeah is insane. I mean, yeah. you're talking mm-hmm. probably at least half, and oh, yeah. probably 75% of what's left after that leaves at halftime. So, so, you know, the biggest thing for me is when you sit there and you, I think you get a passion for any sport when you see like the excitement that happens toward the end of a game. Like yeah. nothing yeah. beats yeah. like a walk off home run at yeah. night. That's Absolutely. Right. Or even a walk off single hat, a walk off freaking. Face on balls is so cool to yep, see. I yep. have I have something I want to get to, but you know, you mentioned that. So we're watching game one of the NLCS mm-hmm. 2016. Yeah, the one where I came up. And the Dodgers after my date. The yes, the Dodgers had just tied the game. Yep. And Miguel Montero hit a grand slam mm-hmm. to give the Cubs the lead. I don't think I've had a happier moment mm-hmm. watching a game except for the, the last out of the World Series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was so happy in that moment. We were jumping up and down in the living room together, the three of us, and it was That's just, awesome. mm-hmm. it awesome. was the same one who hit the home run yes. to take the lead and like the, it was the base hit that he hit. Oh, that, base hit. that gave him a two run lead that they needed because they only won by one in the yeah. World Series. But uh, I was going to ask a trivia question before you, Nick. Yeah. So we just brought up lights, and Wrigley Field was the last to have it. Yes. Who yeah. knows the official date that they were supposed to have a game, and it was rained out. But who knows the official date? I wasn't it your birthday. I I okay. do because I remember when this when we did the episode two years ago. So yes. I will keep quiet. Okay. Because I'm cheating. I'm so I have insider knowledge. It was 
I remember it was what 98, wasn't it? No. It was a special day on the calendar. I remember this. I'll put I, it that it, way. Because I remember watching it. Well, I remember, I can't remember if we had cable at the time yet or not, but I remember being aware of it. I'm going to guess July 4th, 1993. No, or that. No idea. I, it was supposed to be 8888. It was. But there was a rain out. It was. So a, it was I, I played the Phillies. Yeah. Sutcliffe started. Sandberg mm -hmm. and Sutcliffe both had home yeah. runs. Yeah. It got rained out in like the third. So they came back on the ninth. Yeah. The next day they yeah. played the Mets. Mike Bilecki got the win. They won something like six to three yeah. in the yeah, first official night right. game yeah. at Wrigley Field. Really? Nine eighty-eight. I didn't yep. think it was. Man, I would have been uh, all of a year old. A year old. A month old. Fourteen days old at that point. Fourteen days old. There you are. Since they did. Um, yeah. Mike, you had mentioned eight eight two thousand eight mm -hmm. at eight at eight oh eight p.m. You had mentioned uh, yeah. people leaving the games and stuff. So I, I want to bring it to, have you guys heard of the S Savannah Bananas? No. No. I've heard of the Making Whoopi. Really? None yeah, of you? Football team. Have you guys, I haven't team, shared though. any no. list. Okay, so. You're not. Okay, the Savannah, the Savannah Bananas, and don't quote me on this. Like, I don't, I, I love them. They're, so they just, they, they're they entertainers. That's really what they are. Mm. So they play baseball, mm -hmm. but they set it to uh two hour or one and a half hour two hour time limit um there's so there's no runs right so you score runs each inning but then you get one point if you made more runs in that inning okay than the other team um so their rules are kind of but it's just a set timeline right because they, they said hey fans at this point they leave so we're making the timeline this we want to keep it and they entertain the entire time they have in between i mean you know they they make a mockery aspect of it but like there's a guy out there who's on stilts so they kind of like the Harlem Globetrotters. Exactly. Yeah. Of, of baseball. baseball. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Do they get the San Diego chicken to come up and play with them? Right. And so, like, you know, the one guy's up to bat, and he's 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 on stilts, right? So he's 15 foot tall and uh, has – and then the other guy goes into splits, so his strike zone is literally, you know. Um, no, it's hilarious. But, like, who was it, the Eddie or whatever, who was the midget that Frank Kaminsky or whoever had gotten the – had to bring fans in and you'd crouch down so it was strike zone so was yeah. like yeah that yeah uh -huh. um but so it's it just i i like where they're headed i mean they're from when i they oh the other one great thing i absolutely love is i want to say it's 25 bucks a ticket right like mm. and so companies like uh vivid seats or whatever tried to like come in and offer hey we'll do you can make so much more money he's like nope we want the fans to be able to be here yeah. 25 bucks a ticket that's what it is they've sold out for like the next four years or something oh, nice. like that um they and they're going to be doing traveling and stuff. Um, but I think that would be a good way to get kids interested. Yeah. But I mean, you I think as an to. adult, I mean, like, I, you know, I, it's, I've only left a couple of games early, and one was, you know, the notorious gay Batman one. Yeah. Yeah. We might <laughs> talk about that a little later. But again, but that was really only because you after were like four games and I was sunburned. You were so like, burned. I pretty much had to get out of the sun or die. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, five point. straight days of the bleachers will do that. Yeah. So another stat. We were right. just talking about Nolan Ryan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Before his 40th birthday, Nolan Ryan averaged 9.4 strikeouts per nine innings. Yeah. Can anybody tell me what he averaged after his 40th birthday? 10. 10.2. Yeah. So probably, I mean, since you're asking, I'm going to say 11.4. 
Daniel? I'm going to guess 12. Okay. Uh, somebody hit it right on the nose. 10.2. Yes, it was. 10.2. Right on the fucking nose. I owe you something. I don't know what the fuck that is, but I owe you something. Uh, you're good. Um, and while we're talking about pitchers, I'm he gonna, can have a Bucks and Bruce sticker. I'm going to ask this. Yes. Over the last 40 years, no pitcher has done any of this in the following season. Okay. Won 30 games. Had an ERA below 1.2. I'm going to give you the numbers. Okay. <laughs> you're going to give me the. You're going to give me the only pitcher that has ever done this. Okay. In 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 this, you know, last 50 years. 50. 300 innings. Is it 50 years? Because that's really important. Okay, 300 but, innings. I have to say. <laughs> 60 years. Yep. Okay. Because right. I know who you're talking it, about. Oh, you're that's why I said that. I'll sit this one out because I think I know who you're talking about. ERA under 150 and 25 complete games. Okay. okay. So we're talking 60 years, not just in the last 60 years. That's... Nobody's done this in the last 40, but somebody did this 60 ish years ago. I know so, who it is. 1963 ish. Colfax. Danny McLean. Danny McLean. Danny McLean. Danny McLean. Danny McLean. That who it is? Hang on, I'm, I'm looking for another stat while I'm at it. Okay. It ties into this next yeah. stat. If I can find it. Can you just tell it. Did you answer if Danny McLean was the one? I have not answered that yet. Yeah. It was the same man who his ERA in 1968 was 1.12. Wow. And they changed the game after that. Yeah. It, oh, it changed it substantially. They it's gotta either be Dan McLean or Bob Gibson. Bob, Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson. Yeah. Bob, Gibson. Yep. Bob Gibson. They lowered the mound. Yeah, they lowered so Bob Gibson. Yep. Absolutely dominant. They area. lowered the mound and and now, of course, and I don't even know if I wanna go down that road. It's Bob Gibson stuff of was the just, rules changing nowadays. Was, but well, we're gonna get to that too at some point. Was yeah. just he was electric. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He he might be the greatest pitcher yeah. ever. He yeah. probably oh, had, when he played, had the greatest yeah. mechanics of any yeah. pitcher. When he played, Let yeah. me ask you this. More important in that 68 World Series, I know you're gonna you're gonna go with what I think you're gonna go with. More important in that 68 World Series, McLean. Lolich. There was Lolich. Hands down. Lolich beat Gibson. Hands yep. down. He McLean did. Couldn't. He had two wins. Three. Or three. Yeah. yeah. McLean yeah. I mean, that's touch him. incredible. And Denny was a great pitcher, but. He was. He was. I think Denny McLean was a decent pitcher that had an absolutely great season. Phenomenal season in 68. Yep. Then you have some, you know, some players that are like that, that for whatever reason, they're an average player every well, year except one. Yeah, they he was a little, fire. He was a little bit more than an average I player think, with one good one. But I think with Danny McLean, he was he, the difference between a good player and a great player isn't oftentimes the talent. It's how hard they work at it. Mm -hmm. I think if Danny McLean had worked as hard as others, he would have been great. But he was another one who, like, yeah, he was like, he did a lot of partying. He had distractions. Yeah. Yes, he did. I'm here. I'm hearing Dan on the left ear a lot too, but we're hearing him. So, yeah. yeah. I just, yeah, I only hear myself out of my left ear also. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just, I, I'm here. And it, it, sounds, it sounds fine. It's recording great and stuff yeah. like that. But, um, might be probably just that mic would be in probably how it's plugged in. Possibly. Who knows? Um, I had something on the Denny McLean thing, and then I fucking forgot what it was. Some bitch. I guess um, I'm, I'm like, uh, 
I'm like Eddie Van Halen on the early records. You only hear his guitar out of the left ear. I guess so. You guys keep talking. I will be right back. Now that I've heard you out of my right ear with this on the left, I have to stick with it because it's annoying me to go to the other ear. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Uh Um, No, so, you know, we we look at uh, baseball and we are a financial podcast. We talk about this every time. Um, You know, the drink before. Very much. Um, but the, drink after. Do you guys know what the average salary in MLB is right now for a player? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to guess it's probably about, uh, I don't know, four or five hundred thousand dollars. The average. For, so, for I'm thinking between yep. the highest, and I would say it's probably an average. Probably ends up being about one point two million. Yeah, I would guess that too. About one point two, one point five. Okay, for the average between player. The, the league minimum yeah. players well, right. and the guys, and the guys like, getting the like yeah, yeah. Um, so the average salary for a player in the MLB stood at four point four one million dollars. Oh shit, I was off by a thousand percent. Holy moly. Yeah, so tenfold. And uh mm-hmm. you know, you, you wow. I because my the only reason why I guessed that was I my thought was you've got a team that would have the guy making the league minimum, and then you've got a Miguel Cabrera, and yeah. split the difference. But I mean, when you have a Miguel Cabrera that walks, I mean, media room, probably goes lower, but yeah, media so would go way up. by yeah. those really high ones. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We go back to 2009, and the average was three million a player. Yeah, right. And now we're at 23, so so 14 um, years. 14 yeah. years. That's, and that's you're, and you're, you're at, you're, you're at point, uh, 4.4. And you were at 3. Point what before? 3. Just 3. Okay. That. So it's a lot better than like the CEOs in terms of percentage. Yeah. I mean, those have gone up like, um, you know, 400, 500 oh, yeah. percent. Yeah. That's actually not, I, I would have thought. Maybe a 33, 34 yeah. percent. But it's not that much. Yep. Huh? And, uh, but so it's just to me, you know, there's, I mean, that's, they're, you know, if you think about your nine starters, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're, and then you got the rest of the guys. Yeah. That's just insane amount of money going it out. It's on a, a constant basis. Yeah, that's, but, but here, imagine having well, the cash flow those, yeah, those organizations need, well, and, and it seems like, all, uh, as someone who helps manage a business and has for a yeah. long time, I see how cash flow goes in and out. To me, that's just staggering. Those numbers, yeah. it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the amount of instant credit those because mm-hmm. they don't always have that in their bank yeah, yeah. so the credit lines they have to yeah. get well, they make and, their payrolls and here's yeah. something else to it's think about small. and add on to that that the minor league salaries of affiliated teams they're all paid by the major league club mm-hmm. so and they're the, trying to get out of it they are yeah. and and actually speaking of money and and that that's going to be a major, I think, issue that comes up this spring. Maybe, actually, it may not be till next year. That next time they have to do a collective bargaining. The minor leaguers. The minor leaguers are going to join the MLPA. Right now, they aren't part of the Major League Players Association. When they join the Major League Players Association, you're going to see if they do. Oh, they're going to rate. The- it's going to be a lot different than yeah. what you have. You go to a Whitecaps game or a Lugnuts game. I live over in Lansing. Yeah. Right? We got to get out there and come to a Lugnuts Yeah, game. and so... Lugnuts are a lot of fun. Yeah. They are, and you're watching that game. There's nine guys on the field for the Lugnuts. One of them, the best played guy on the team, the one that might actually make it to the show, he's making 18 grand. Yeah. Everybody else is making eight or ten. Now, okay, you could say, yeah, but they're 20-year-old kids. And it's a six-month seasonal job. And all that's true. But the commitment that the team 
wants from those players is a major league baseball caliber commitment. Yeah. I have a feeling that the unionization effort in the minor league is going to be something that catches the league by surprise, mm -hmm. even though they shouldn't. It shouldn't. And in discussing the business aspect of it, we look at the the strike, and I'm surprised we haven't talked about it yet, so I'll bring it up. The strike in the grand scheme of things, I think it proved to everybody that even though the owners got Rob Manfred in there thinking that he was going to break the union, he actually did the opposite. Mm -hmm. The Major League Baseball Players Association is probably stronger now mm -hmm. than it ever has been. How did the league end the strike? They pretty much gave the players every single thing they wanted. And, you know, everybody's looking around like this thinking, how did that happen? And honestly, I don't care about the strike in terms of taking a side on it because it's kind of asinine to do so when you're talking about owners worth billions arguing with players. We all know now the average salary is four and a half million. However, I'm, I am aware of the fact that for a guy that's in the league, making the league minimum, he only has a two or three year career. Well, he's going to have to do something else for a living. I think the whole issue with the minor league players is going to come down to exactly this. There's going to be this discussion of, well, okay, so we've got a lot less minor league teams now than we did three years ago. And players had to sell an entire year, the minor league players did because of the COVID season. That changed the business side of it for a lot of the owners of minor league teams. And I just can see this coming to some type of a head. And it's going to catch some people by surprise. But it shouldn't because if you follow the sport of baseball a lot, this has been in the news. One thing it will do, I think, is make people realize how dependent the sport is on its entire minor league system. We know. I think one of the things that pisses me off the most about the narrative in not only sports, but honestly in this country is that workers are greedy. Yeah, but the owners are perfectly well within their rights because without them, we have nothing. Yeah. All right. Without these players, we have nothing. Yes. I don't yeah. get pissed off at players' contracts anymore. If you can go get a six hundred million dollar contract, more fucking power to yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, because these owners fuck are going to want to play. Yeah. Fuck these yeah. owners. Yeah. And my attitude is too when it the comes. DMs to... are going to go out and play. Yeah, and when it comes to a professional sport like that, it's. You can't ever compare it to what "quote unquote" average people do, no, no. right? When a when a major league baseball players association is going to take a collective action, it looks like, and it's reported as the same as the guys on walking off the line at GM going on strike. But we all know it absolutely isn't that way, mm -hmm. because if nothing else, professional athletes, major league baseball players, have something that most people don't and that is they basically work under two different contracts one is the collective that's why it's called that bargaining agreement that's the basic stuff that every player has but then they sign their individual contracts so there's a when they go on strike basically they're doing two things they're saying that we refuse collectively to engage the league because you aren't giving us what you want but then they're also acting on their individual contracts i think that that the league would be wise who knows if they will or not but they would I, I, this is almost word for word what i said when we did the baseball episode two years ago remember i said the league would be wise to play nice don't go on strike you guys know what happened because of covid when you delayed the start of the season in 2020 pissed a bunch of fans off the season meant nothing and it was pointless to do it what did they do 
they went on strike. Mm-hmm. It got settled fairly quickly. The owners, the Major League Baseball player owners and the minor league team owners are going to be the ones, I think, that are really going to have some interesting dynamics to work out if the minor league players do attempt to unionize <clears throat> under the MLBA. MLBA uh, because here's why. Again, go back to what I said five minutes ago. The Major League Baseball team owners pay the salaries for the minor league teams. That gives the owners of the major league teams, obviously, a huge interest in what goes on at the minor league level. But it makes the owners of minor league teams in a real odd situation because they're going to be thrown probably into the middle of a labor dispute that they're kind of going to be thrown on the sidelines on. Yeah. You know, you you look at it, and and one of the things is always, how do we bring more fans in? And MLB does a great job of fucking that up. No, yeah. Because we have all these blackout days. You can't watch this game because it's blacked out in your area. You should go to the game. Who the fuck can afford to go to a game? I mean, you know, cheap seats are 40 bucks. Yeah. Well, so you can sit there and say, well, you can just go to the game and watch it. But normal people can't just afford that all the time. And blackouts blackouts never ever 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 work they, no. they always have the intended or an unintended consequence that harms them let right? these people that actually might become baseball fans watch the fucking game yes yeah. watch it on tv first well, and then get them into the stadium yes. i don't know if, how attuned y'all are with the what's going on with valley sports but you might not even be able to watch a lot of these games on tv this year because Valley Sports is basically bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the ones that bought. broadcast Tiger games. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, so, Dave, you got to start losing more money on your apps. I guess I do. Yeah. Um, Unless he doesn't actually do it. I don't usually use my money. <laughs> I lose theirs. Uh, so, trivia. Yes. A rookie starting today okay. could steal 50 bases every year for the next 28 years. Okay. My question. Would he steal more bases than Ricky Henderson? And if so, by how much? Or if not, by how much? Okay, so 50 bases for 28 years is 140. Yep. So who stole more? Did Ricky Henderson steal more than 140 bases? You tell me. That's a good question. Is that 50 times 28 would be more than 140? Be 1,400. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 1,400. Okay. That's right. And I right, second, this, Ricky did like 140 yeah, like yeah, three seasons. Yeah. Okay. I so missing a digit. 50 bases in 28 years. Okay. Would they steal more or less than Ricky Henderson? Less. Mike says less. Now I remember when he broke the record. I, I remember too. him lifting the bases. Yeah. No, because it was the picture I had on the yep. It was Lou Brock's record. Right. Because even Brock, I thought was like at like yeah. twelve hundred or something like that. I, I just can't. But he, of course, he played for a while after that too. So I, I can't remember when he ended up. I'm gonna guess the answer is no. I'm gonna guess yes. The answer, that, the answer is less. And, and yeah, I, less. Yeah. guess by how much? A uh, hundred and thirty. Is it less? No, I mean, it, less is correct. Yeah. Okay. By how much? 130. 15. Uh I don't I 50. I'm just gonna guess. Uh, yeah, I 50. I'll say 52. I don't know. Anybody know Stan Musial's number? Stan Musial? His number six. Mm-hmm. I figured it had to be six. really, really close. Wow. God. You could steal just incredible. Fifty yeah. bases for 28 years, and you still I'm be gonna... six short of Ricky Henderson. That's insane. Maybe six more, I thought. Short. Okay, so I was right with saying he no. Yeah. 
more than he had more than okay he would have more than still mm-hmm. a rookie could t- today could steal 50 bases every season for 28 years and still be six steals behind ricky oh, Anderson. Oh, that's wow. i gotta wait for that one until david comes back um let's start debating remind me i want to go to the negro boys um at least one of the negro boys because okay. i saw phil's picture there um Actually, let, let's go this way. Since the MLB expanded to, nine, to 30 teams in 1998, yeah. what team has won the most MVPs? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Hmm. I mean, interesting part about this one is they get MVPs for both leagues. Yeah, so it isn't like even where like there's only one like there is for the NFL. No, there's one in each league. Well, you're gonna, so 98 since said. 98 i'm gonna guess the dodgers okay los angeles dodgers let's see where the dodgers fall Usually one of the, all right so i'll never choose it's games. one of those weirdest things because it's not like you don't get a thing there like where like rogers got it like for five years straight or whatever right. i'll put it, it to like there's always when i players. say it you're gonna go yeah that makes sense that's what i'm trying to hmm. I'll go, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go with St. Louis. Okay. Go with the San Francisco Giants. Okay. We'll wait for David to come up. Let's go with teams that sucked. Not sucked, but didn't have MVPs. Zero for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, it's not surprising. The Baltimore Orioles, which David was talking about 670 the score a little bit ago. I remember at one point there was some Orioles scandal. And they asked Steve Stone about it because, you know, he won a Cy Young Award with the Orioles. Yeah. And Steve Stone's answer was, everybody I know in that organization is dead. Oh, geez. <laughs> just Which I think is hilarious. Um, which isn't the Cleveland because he would have known Cal. He would have, yeah. But Cal's not dead yet. It still was a funny answer. Well, yes. Uh, Cleveland. Yeah. Colorado. Colorado. The Royals. The Mets. San Diego and Tampa Bay. Zero. Cleveland has zero? Zero. And I guess for me, that surprises yeah. me. So, I mean, well, it does, but I mean, their real glory years were 93 yeah. to 7. That's true. Yeah, I guess the one, <laughs> but I guess even at that point, you said San Diego, but by then, Gwynn was kind of on his. Yeah, Gwynn was toward, he was absolutely at the end of his career. Yeah. One MVP, Cincinnati, mm-hmm. the White Sox, mm-hmm. Houston. Is that MVP, Scott Rowland? Might have been <laughs> Miami, Pittsburgh, Seattle, Toronto, and Washington. Hmm. That was two. That was one. That, that was, was one. one. Two. One of these was guest. St. Louis. Probably mine. San Francisco. Atlanta. Okay. Boston. The Cubs. Cubs. Okay. The Dodgers. Uh, oh, really? Still in the running. Milwaukee, Minnesota, and Oakland. David, the question is since the MLB expanded teams to 30 in 1998, what team had the most MVPs? We have a guess of St. Louis. I did San Francisco. San Francisco and the Dodgers, which we just eliminated. It's not. Yeah. Uh, I would guess, I don't know, the Yankees. Why not? Because nobody says the Yankees are with three. <laughs> Detroit? Nope. The Yankees? Oh, right. see ya. You got them. And the Phillies. Yeah. I'm still in it, baby. Okay. With four. The St. Louis Cardinals. 
<laughs> Texas Rangers. I'm so right. One team had five. San Francisco one team had six. Oh, six. maybe not San Francisco. Which one had five? The Los Angeles, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Giants <laughs> had six. Huh, nice Four of yeah, them were Barry Bonds. Yeah, I don't know who the other two were. I just know four were Barry Bonds. Yeah, that's insane. I bet Buster Posey was one of them. Yeah, I bet he was. I bet he was too. I, I waited until you Actually, came back. I think Hunter Pence was probably one of them too. Uh, possibly. Yeah. Right. MVP. MVP. Yeah. yeah. Could be. I waited for you to come back to ask this question because it was one about one of the Negro boys. Okay. Joe Negro, in twenty-two years, hit one major league home run. Off of who? His brother. His brother Phil. Oh, that's, oh, great. that's awesome. That's yeah. absolutely great. Yeah. That was great. You think they had it worked out for the game? Uh, possibly because if yeah, yeah. you remember 1987. Yeah. Well, that's why I asked. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Joe went to yeah. reach yeah. his back. Yeah. 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 Nick's sitting here. Oh, going, you guys are talking about. I don't know how that got there. Stan Musial had three thousand six hundred thirty career hits. Okay, what percentage were at home? What percentage was away? 50-50. Was it really? Yeah, yeah. Because with that many hits, statistically, yeah, you play equal number of games at home and away. Yep, yep. yep. you're going to be there. I mean, there were some players, but he was one that was yeah. pretty well. And with that many hits, hits, that's a large enough number of possibilities that. And he wasn't a power guy it's necessarily, so. Yeah. You know, sometimes the power guys get shifted because they might play in a ballpark right, that's right. more they conducive in, to hitting. Yeah, power. In Colorado. But with that long yeah. of a career, and that mean, just from a statistical yeah, analysis, like Larry Walker's uh, like home run numbers right. are going to be yeah, skewed exactly. toward home. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So Ichiro okay. passed the 300 batting average in this at bat and never went below it again. First. Next Third. First. Mike says third. I like the first one. And now, no, just a second, though. Uh, well, no, never mind. Or maybe yeah. second. I'm going to say first. Okay. I have two firsts. I have a third. Well, actually, wait. Well, read, wait the, read the question again. Passed yeah, past the 300. So that means he had to have been below it at some point. He yeah. was below it at some point. Yeah. So, well, so I mean, he, was, he was at zero. Oh, he was at zero. Yeah. Yes, first and first at bat, he could go from zero to so he got a single in this at bat to raise his career average to 300 and it never went below again. So I would say it would be well, if he raised it to 300, I'm gonna say that would be his fifth at bat. That's what I'm thinking. So we're to fifth. Well, we're gonna do some maybe some quick math. Third, wait, did it raise it to 300? No, no, that would be. Or above. I guess it would have to be 10 because it, it raised it third. to 300. It would be 10 because it would be three hits in 10. Yes. He has to have a, a base number in order to finish 30th. He had 10 and 30. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. but this has got to be low, though. Right. Okay. Yeah. Nick? It's Ichiro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sixth grade algebra program. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> number five coming your way. It was like fifth. It would have been, <laughs> it would have gotten up to 400. Yeah. Yeah, and if it was the third, it would have been 333. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is a probability and statistic class. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
yeah in the united states and how yeah. great of a career he had before that yes I, so i i teased these guys with this earlier in the week okay mlb network came out with their top players at each position for this year yep hmm. Okay. I want to debate this. For this year. For this year. Forthcoming season. Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. So I'm not going to go with the specific position in the outfield. Mm-hmm. I they did. Yeah. But let's say let's start in the outfield. Okay. Name me an outfielder that you think is on this list. It's on this list for best outfield. Top in each position. Hmm. Two two of the people on this entire list should be easy to get. Trout. Mike Trout. Trout. Yeah. I mean, Trout. any debate on Mike Trout? No. no. Future Hall of Famer. Yeah. I, oh, and then uh, Aaron Judge, right? Aaron Judge. Yeah. Okay. So I, mean, I would agree with those two. Yeah. I, would, I would absolutely agree with those. You've two. got a guy who's yeah for now Hall of Famer and yeah. the reigning MVP. I think we have to put there like a fucking no. like we talked about he, he literally that. is the cheat code on all th- like ever again yeah. what am i gonna do i'm gonna build my guy just ridiculously tall and ridiculously wide and have him be able to and i'm like no it's so fu- it's one of the funniest things if you've ever been to a growlers game they have two players of current playing that are actually like to show that they've got him and they've got jose altuve yeah they've got the five five guy oh, like wow. six six guy yeah yeah, that's just um, and then so the third one, one the third game. one for the outfield. I don't know. Um, Castellanos. Anybody? Mm-hmm. I I think I can give you a million guesses. You'd never get this. Okay, who is one it? of your teams? Jordan Alvarez. Really? Really? Uh, really? Yes, that. No. Houston Astros. Huh. Yeah, what I'm wondering about is, do they hmm. have, I'm throwing blank, the guy who pitches and plays the field. I'm, I'm oh, yeah. So the angels. Yeah. If he's, Tony, he's going to be on there as a pitch. Well, of course, there. Yeah. Anybody, third baseman. Right. Cast your again. <laughs> guessing. Um, he'll, he'll, he'll come up eventually, right? Um, third baseman. I don't even know who they would pick. I mean, you could argue this one. I, I think they picked a pretty good one for a third baseman. Mm-hmm. Manny Machado. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Which yeah. the problem Manny is, he's so old. He is old now. Yes. He's yeah. Done anything amazing in a while. So the shortstop, I kind of take issue with. This is a great shortstop, but is he the best shortstop in baseball right now? Anyone? Well, it can't be biased. It's, it's not how you're biased. Or defensively, he ain't the guy you want to have on their offense. Not really. um, oh, he's the future of our team. Come on, right? Is that what they say? I mean, they don't have much more. So No, they don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. If he ever learns to hit, he could be. I will say, this was a free agent this year. Hmm. Uh, and who was the guy that? Oh, now I'm drawing a blank. Oh my! The guy who got the big contract. Oh, then, the, the, it got canceled twice from two right. different teams. Yeah. Yep. Um, he ended up with the Mets. No, he ended up with the Twins again. Yeah. Oh. Carlos Correa. Yeah. 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 Signed three contracts. Ended up back where he was. Yeah. yeah. It is not Carlos Correa. Is it okay? No, really, really. So making the most money of the position. Uh, wait, 
there's a big difference between making the most money at the position and being the best player. Oh, yeah. 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 In any sport. Yeah. Oh. Five seconds. I'm out. Trey Turner. Trey Turner. Great shortstop. Is he the best shortstop in baseball? Hmm. Possibly when you look at it between batting and defense. Because yeah, you get the guys who are better defensively, but may not bat as well than vice versa. I, I would think there's a better shortstop out there, but maybe I'm wrong. Second base, anybody. Is it Mookie Bats a uh, second baseman? No, he's an outfielder. Oh, an outfielder. Yeah. Okay. Um, As he obvious, just because he did a great job for me and my team. No. I will say it was somebody that was mentioned earlier today. Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve. Yeah. That I could see. Yeah, I could too. Because he's, even without cheating, he's still doing really well. Yeah. First base. <laughs> is, is Goldschmidt third, first or third? He's Goldschmidt's a first base. Yeah. First yeah. Base. That, yeah. yeah. Paul I Goldschmidt. So. Yeah, yeah. That, I, don't, I don't argue with that. Catcher. Not right now. Hmm. Catcher. Definitely not Wilson. Is that Willie? No. No. Jan Combs? It is not Jan Combs. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> You listen to a Cubs game. Is he, is he, is he, is he trying to stay? Ever. Johnny Bench out there. And that's he he coming back? Yeah. No. Yadi are coming no, back? No, no. He yeah. 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 Is he, I was hoping you were surprised me. Molinas has a bet in the pros. Well, yeah. A long time. Yep. Tucker Barnhart. No. Tucker Barnhart. New Chicago Cubs. Right. Oh yeah. gosh, I yeah. know. They just signed Michael Fulmer too. We're just getting an old yeah, thing. Really? Like, it's been going on now for five years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alex, I know. Yeah. Alex, Alex Avila. Yeah, yeah. JT Ramuto. Who? Who? JT Ramuto. Yeah. Who's he from? Phillies. Okay. But the pitcher has to be Shohei. Really? I have a pitcher from the right side and a pitcher from the left side. One of them has to be Shohei. Yeah. I give you a hundred yeah. bucks if you get one of them. Yeah. So it's not that one. Okay. Wow. Really. <laughs> I mean, to me, he's like the most. I mean, maybe it's because he doesn't now, play just one position. Starting pitching, or does it not? Just I couldn't fucking tell you. How's yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. Scherzer. Nope. No. Bumgarner. Nope. Yeah. Not by now. I mean, not Verlander at this point. No. Nope. Either. All, all three of those guys. Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> all right. It's Strasburg. I've heard of one of these guys. This is. I have no idea. Then. Who was the other? They're saying the greatest pitchers right okay. now. Oh, actually, what? Bumgarner was the other. One is a starter and one is a reliever. I'm okay, because I think Bumgarner was the other Cy Young winner last year, wasn't he? Oh, I think so. It ain't him. Yeah. Greatest pitcher. What? Who's going to be the best pitcher this year? Yeah. I mean, starter is Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns? Corbin Burns. Yeah. Oh, really? From the Brewers. Really? I have no fucking idea who that is. No. None. Who's and I've watched the Cubs. Who's that? So this is MLB Network. Yeah. Does it give a one of an author like? Was just the whole yeah, staff like, just went through and it was Emerson Watkins. Yeah, they, my seven year old decided. To I mean, it, yeah. it, 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 they, I have to not say anybody got the reliever. No, no. Edwin Diaz. Yeah, the Mets. Now I've heard of him. I, yeah. He's a pretty good pitcher. Which I mean, I could see like. I think reliever. I mean, you're going to go with. I mean, whoever the best closer is. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, because that's. Just as important as a starter, I mean, the middle guys who really care. Uh, unless you're the Tigers. Oh yes. What's a closer? Yeah, got it. You got it. But I'm saying between the starters yeah. and your closer, nobody really cares about those yeah. setup guys or the long relief guys or the middle relief guys. Bill Choke. Jeez. Oh God. Come on. 
He put through the Cubs too. He did, and the Yankees. Yep. Yeah. Remember when Rivera was Yankees the setup guy for what was his name? Oh, go on. I'm just trying to remember what the guy's name was for the Yankees, like the first year of Mariano. John Wetland. John Wetland. Yep. You know who uh, is going to go into the Hall of Fame? Who? Who? Who has a home run? Who? Bartolo Colon, baby. Joe Necro. Bartolo Colon is a very big man. <laughs> I would have yeah. So here's another good stat for you guys. This man, in his amazing career, never struck out more than 100 times in a single season. Don't say Tony Gwynn. <laughs> struck out or struck out looking. Never struck out more than a hundred times in his Wade Boggs in a season in his major league career. Wade Boggs, not Wade Boggs. I'm gonna guess Al Kim. No, um, I mean, these guys might have, but this guy is somebody you would go, Really? Okay, was he a tiger? No, he was a home run. Mark McGuire, no, and he's a maybe Barry Bonds just because they intentionally walked him more than they actually. Oh, David Ortiz. Yeah, no, Tony Wood is too. What, what, oh, yeah, 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 this man is a home run hitter. Never, never struck, struck out more than yep. times in a season? In a single season. Well, I can think of who it wouldn't have been. But... Never struck out. Was a, was the... Totally Rob Deer, by the way. Yeah, Rob <laughs> Deer. I was just. No, he, he averaged like 200 strikeouts this season. I definitely wasn't going to guess him. Uh, hmm. Never struck out more than 100 times in his higher. Okay. So Willie Mays. One of the greatest hitters ever. Ooh, Willie Mays. Great guess. No. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, it's got uh, Ted Williams. Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron. Okay. That's sort of what, what was it? What's where the average is like less than like. Oh, I have some Tony Gwynn stuff. I can get to yeah. that in a minute. I still like the thing <clears throat> that, that quote from Maddox. Mm-hmm. But he's like, yeah, just except that damn Tony yeah. Gwynn. Except that fucking Tony <laughs> Gwynn. Tony um, Gwynn. Speaking of Willie Mays, yes. he played 22 seasons in the majors. How many times was he an All Star? Willie Mays? Six. Twice. Well, let me see. Was the All-Star game... Officially, you should have been in the the All-Star 22 times, but was he 22? I don't know, was he? 22 of 22? Or is it more like a joke, right? The number was just insanely low for who he was. Right. I'm going to tell you, the only person or maybe people that might get that are those two. Yeah. And uh, only because one of them's a historian. Yeah, I'm gonna only guess no because well well number one play it every year. That's why I'm guessing yeah. no, because the all-star game hasn't been around forever and they didn't play it every single year back in the day. You guys are gonna love this answer. What is it? In Willie Mays' 22 seasons, he was an all-star 24 times. 24 oh. times. Because in two years they played two all-star games. Which they used to do. Remember, the All-Star Game was started as a sort of charity um, back in the way, way back days. That's how the retired... That was basically every year he... uh, Retired players got money from the money they raised from the game. That was kind of the history. Really? Yeah, yeah, that was why they started it. Can any of you... Yes. One of the reasons. Name any of the three players that were drafted number one overall and made it to the Hall of Fame. God, no. Any of the three. No chance. I will tell you right now... They were all in Major League Baseball by the time we were alive, except for maybe one of you. Okay. So, in that case, then we got to have guys when that were drafted. The, does it say when the draft started? 
Well, the first one was drafted in 1977. Okay. Okay. So, well, but but these but guys, because I know the draft wasn't there for like back when people like Willie Mays started yeah. playing. Yeah. So these guys are guys that were drafted in the 70s, 70s, 80s, 90s, or 2000s. Hmm. Started in who would have been a number one. By the way, I just want to mention that when I mention one of these people, Dale Murphy is not a Hall of Famer. Okay. Scott uh, Rowland is. And so is one so of how guys. about Derek Jeter? I was going to say Derek Jeter, I thought, was the number one. Yeah. Wasn't he number Jeter one? Jeter was not the number one overall. How about God? Uh, he was pretty high, though. Dave Winfield. No. No? Number one overall. One of these is a fucking no-brainer. Wait, these are number one overall. Overall. The number one pick in the draft. Greg Maddox. No. No. Are they all batters or any of them pitchers? They're all fielders. And again, one of them's a oh, no-brainer. Is it was it Chipper a number one? Chipper was a number one. Chipper Jones. Okay. Yeah. Oh, who would probably be the one that he would would have been after he was born. Oh, yeah. Two of them were after all of us were born. No, I'm talking about Nick. Yeah, he's the only one that was drafted after Nick was born. Yeah. Okay, so the rest of this has got to be then before. 88 then wasn't that because he said that was unfortunately that early year. i wouldn't have been paying attention like i know it was you know a top tier coming mm. out what about uh barry larkin no good guess because i thought he was a pretty but one you're talking guy. about why is he uh, if, about, talking about scott Rowland being in there but, but how about uh, ken griffey jr ken griffey jr 1987 okay. so we have 87 griffey 90 chipper jones and this one was in 1977 have we Jack Morris? Nope. Have we mentioned him earlier? No. No, you said they weren't pitchers. Okay. Oops. I'll even give you a hint. He played for the White Sox. Mike Sosha? No. I don't think Sosha ever played for the White Sox. Somebody oh, for did. the White Maybe Sox. Not. This is a very hard one. Now, did he play for the White Sox? He played for the White Sox most of his career. Okay. Oh, uh, sometimes Ron, teams draft him uh, and then they get rid of him. No, I will tell you that he's probably more famous for who he was traded for because he was traded from the White Sox to the Rangers for a very young Sammy, Sammy Sosa. Sosa. Yeah, or Sammy. Oh, let's not be talking about this one. Yeah. Hmm. Give up. Harold Baines. Oh, Harold Baines. Baines. And just to remind everybody, Dale Murphy is not in the Hall of Fame. He's not in the Hall of Fame. But Harold Baines and Scott Rollin Scott Rollin And so then it was three, three of them. Who were the three? So there's still one more. It was, no, it was three. three. Oh, it's three. Chipper, yep. Griffey, okay. and Harold Baines. Hmm. Number one overall pick that ended up in the Hall of Fame. Hmm. I say, I where people were drafted, I never have any idea. It doesn't get this, like, the only... I mean, basketball a little bit, but football gets Honestly, the most when I stop notoriety. Baseball cards is when I stop paying attention to that. Oh, yeah. I get yeah. it. Yeah. The largest attendance ever for a Hall of Fame ceremony. Either give me the year or who went in. Two people went in. Only two? Only two went in this year. The largest number of attendance. It was 82,000 that went to see these two men go into the Hall of Fame. Give me the year or either of the guys. 2010. No. Uh, the year that... Wait, no, we said he wasn't in the Hall of Fame. No. Hmm. Who were you going to say? 
Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, no, he's in the Hall of Fame. I, I thought know. so. Well, yeah, because that's yeah. these were number one picks that were in the Hall of, that made it to the Hall yeah, of Fame. No, yeah, right. These two are number one picks. No. So I'm just trying because it would either have to be like it's, oh. it would have to be with that few. It would have to be more recently where like the steroid era cut people out. Yeah, I say Jackie Robinson. Okay. I will give you a hint. If you paid attention on the last baseball episode, I wrote a thing to the sporting news on this guy. Oh, you and did. They asked me to write an article about him. Yep. I didn't do that because I was young and stupid. Anybody remember who that guy was? That's right at the tip of my head Ooh. now, my uh, mind. I can think of it. Because I remember you. Ernie Banks. It may be the greatest stat in sports. Tony Gwynn. Greg Maddox. Tony Gwynn is one of them. The other one's Cal Ripken. Cal Ripken. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Ripken was one you Consecutive games. Consecutive yep. games. That's it. In 19 or 2019, 82,000 people went to see them enshrined in the Hall of Fame. Wow. It took, what did, 2019? Didn't Ripken retire in like, 19. Oh, sorry. It wasn't in 2019. No. Yeah. 55,000 was the most in 2019. Okay. Okay. Or second most in second 2019. Most. These two were the most. They didn't okay. give a year of them. I'm yeah, they would have been like, like, they would have been the first ballot Hall of Fame in 2000. Yeah. They're both first ballot guys. We're unanimous. No. That's insane. You're talking about, yeah, two guys that, you know, he had the consecutive games and. Again, Gwyn is like his numbers as a batter are just crazy, crazy. Hmm. So, like, speaking of something about only so many times in his career did he ever reach like a two point count against him. Jeez. Did Tony Gwynn have more four hit games or multi strikeout games? Four, four hit, hit games. games by how many? Oh, a uh, hundred. I would say at least a hundred, if not more. Yeah. yeah. He had 45 four hit games. Mm-hmm. He had 35 multi strikeout games. Wow. Okay. Tony fucking. <laughs> you know, it's sad that he died so young because yeah. his name would be so much better now, I think, if he oh, hadn't. Because he, uh, he doesn't get to do the uh, MLB TV and various sports booth rounds that always get a guy's name known forever. Although yeah. uh, Tony Gwynn's going to be pretty good on his own statistics. I mean, the problem is, like you've said, I think when the generation that grew yeah. up watching him, or even was like an adult, young adult or whatever, watching him, as we as we talk about it, he's going to be forgotten because he's not doing those. When did yeah, you see Tony Gwynn on TV? Well, he played the Cubs or the Braves. That was it. Yeah. And he's not, you know, because of when he played, you know, everyone knows. And be for good or bad reasons, you know, the Mark Wires and and those type of players. But again, that's negative publicity. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. No, but yeah, it's because, yeah, I mean, he'd be, I think, in a different, if he was playing now, it'd be different because with interleague play pretty much happening all the time, right? you know, he would, you know, be exposed to a lot more, you know, Fans and stuff, but now it really is like you said. You only saw him on TV right. if he was Cubs playing the Braves, Braves or he was playing the Cubs, or so they happened to be the game of the week. Yeah, because those were the only two right. that had a broadcast station that was yeah. showing all or, the games. You saw Tony Gwynn if you watched this show every Saturday with Mel Allen. This, this weekend, weekend baseball. baseball, watched it every yeah. fucking oh, week. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah, right after all the Saturday morning cartoons. Absolutely. Yes. And then you go outside and throw the ball around. So I, I got a few more I got to get to. So Tony Gwynn played for 20 years. He struck out three times in a game. How many times? Once. Once. Never. Once. Once. Well, yeah, if he only had 35 uh, multi-strikeout games to begin with, he isn't going to have too many of those. Which happened more? Men who walked on the moon? Or earned runs by Mariano Rivera in the postseason. Oh, men who walked on the moon. Yeah, by one. Yeah. Really? Yeah. These are insane. Oh yeah, they are. From 1939 to 1960, this man had the highest batting average, the most home runs, and the most RBIs of all Major League Baseball players. Mickey Mantle. Oh, Ted Williams. Ted 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 Williams. Mantle was after that. Well, toward the end of that. Yeah, yeah, that's right, because he doesn't come in the league till the 50s. Right. Yeah. How many players that were struck out by Nolan Ryan had sons that went on to grow up to be struck, struck out by Nolan Ryan? And he watched it. Yeah. yeah, that's like six or eight or something. It, yeah. It's stupid. That's crazy. Yeah. I love that he says six or eight. Anybody want to know what it is? What? Seven. 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 That is just Doesn't crazy. give you the names. Yeah. It does not. Oh. Crazy to that's longevity right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's called obviously he's born with an amazing arm, but the mechanics were perfect with him. He didn't try to pitch from the stretch always. Well, he, and, he knew how to pitch. Well, the final, yeah. and, and he was I mean, yeah, as a youth, he was really known for being a flamethrower. Yeah. And then as he got older, then he turned a little more into movement and then would use the you know the fastball to get guys out at the end yeah so we talked about ricky earlier that one yes yeah ricky moan he had a hundred minimum he he went 101 on the radar that one time um how many active players have as many steals as ricky henderson has of third base which is 322 Active players. Right How back. many active players have as many steals as what Ricky Henderson does of third base? Say five right now. Oh, oh my God! Stealing has really become a lost art. Yeah, it has. Like a lot of small ball. Yeah, five. Mike says five. I'll, I'll go with that. That's fine. Five is a good guess. Two. 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 Does it say who? It does yeah, not. It's okay. Be, uh... That's ins- but yeah, it's. Well, that's just the thing. I mean, the first letter or first name, last name, both start with the same. Be it, 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 like lowering the diamond so Bob Gibson couldn't, or not the diamond, the pitcher's no, mouth, yeah. so he could be as dominant. But now it's like everything they can do is just to make offense better. Yeah, offense it's better. It's so like all runs and doubles. You know how to fix that? Steroids. <laughs> Allow it, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ricky, think- by the way, broke the record in his 1,615th game. And ended up playing 1,466 more games. That's just incredible. Yeah. Talk about longevity. Yep. Yeah. Well, you don't need to. When you're I mean, you made the good point about how, like, team players just, you know, had to learn how to deal with, like, you know, better people. I mean, yeah. it's, nowadays they're not doing that. They're like, where right. you're using the shift to keep all these, you know, right. left-handed oh, batters yeah. from doing things. What do you go? What do you go? To? Teaching them to like how to hit I the opposite right. field. Yeah. What you do you know? what do you think about that then? I you, think that t- taking the shift I hate it. illegal. It's, it's, I hate it. The shift is stupid and, and the only thing that's even more stupid is attempting to make a rule regarding it. I mean it's 
What is Major League Baseball going to do? They're going to take. They want to take away all the variability in coaching because all they want is Rob Manfred thinks the perfect baseball game is one where every inning, three guys hit a home run, then real quickly, like one pitch, the next three guys get struck out on one pitch, then run twenty minutes of advertisement when it's broadcast on TV have a three-minute inning where three guys hit home runs then the other three guys strike out that's what rob manfred thinks the people want he thinks they want it into a 20-minute youtube video and that's not what a real baseball fan wants no that the world changes that they're making would all be fine if it was actually a problem no it's not well, the, it's i don't even like that they're adding the designated hitter yeah i hate the dh and the nl i i do too they're, they're, i mean I can be I can be the biggest purist there is, but but I also understand that times change and you do have to keep the sport alive. And if no one ultimately goes to the games, you won't. But some of the things like the shift are all, so ridiculous. The fact that well, you teach a guy to hit opposite field. Exactly. What's so hard about that? Yep. And yeah, uh, you, you could never the the best hitters out there. You could never have done. Shift no, no, never. And the last baseball episode we did, we talked about this. You know, Ted Williams would have hit 500 if yeah. they had a yeah. Wade Boggs would have too. So why why would you change Kirby the rules? Yeah. yeah, why so, would you change these people better? And and it's yeah. on top of that, even if all the stuff in the mind of Rob Manfred is a problem, great. Have you ever actually talked to fans to see what they think about this? You They're might really be shocked. Don't. They don't care. Yeah. It's not an issue with them. There are some things that, as much as I hate them. I can understand some of the changes to get more fans in, like um, like interleague play, because yeah. it allows yeah. for, for more fan. Like to use the example, if it was around when we were kids, more people would have been able to see Tony Gwynn play yeah. and and things like that. So that stuff yeah. does make sense to me. But, I think it's helped lately with like you look at somebody like Pujols, yeah. who had had careers in both leagues. Yeah, he retired last year. Right. He could play games yeah. right against teams in both leagues and kind of stay. And, be honored by right. and they do that with a lot of those great players and they I can, say you're on your retirement here we're going to honor you like i remember them doing that with who was it with the cubs they'd given them like the salsa they gave a bunch of no no i'm there. saying but there's somebody out when they had retired might have even been somebody like Gwyn, and they gave them like it might have been second base or something yeah. like that yeah or the bat chair i mean i yeah. can even understand certain things um like the pitch count and whatnot, even though I think it's kind of a gimmick, but I can understand things like the that. Time clock, yeah. you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what I meant. I'm sorry, the time clock. I don't mind that one. Yeah, I can I... tolerate that. But to me, um, the solution to that, if is yeah. not have, and they did limit the amount of pitchers now you can put in. Yeah. I mean, to me, having a pitcher come in to pitch for one batter, then the other guy comes in and warms up. That stuff's. I would agree. Yeah, I would say making yeah pitchers pitch for more than like one. That. Unless it's like an injury need or something. Right. Well, like yeah. if you're going to do a substitution, I, I, I would get the time frame aspect because, right, we're not yeah. giving you 13. You, right. You're already in the bullpen warming up. You're going to come up to the yeah. field and warm up 13 more pitches or whatever. Yeah. It is. But, but I know we've talked um, about it before with, you know, well, because the it, double switch goes away with the, yeah. not having the pitcher hit. I, I think yeah. my, my problem with it is, especially so late in the game, is, you know, seventh inning, you're done drinking beer so yeah. well i i wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind the length of time if i was still able to drink right but yeah well you know one of the things i do not really a fan 
if, if they want only there to drink that's right if they want to that's make right. changes so some of the things we do in softball i think are way better than what we do in baseball so in softball if you don't want the nine people on the field to hit you don't have a dh you have a dp so they're not hitting yeah. for the pitcher they're yeah. hitting for someone mm -hmm. so you could have a sh shortstop that just isn't very good mm -hmm. and at that point you would still have the opportunity to have you know a double switch mm -hmm. that could come into play hmm. one of the other things i like is you know with our pitchers and catchers they don't have to run if they get on base we can courtesy run for them it's got to be somebody on the bench it has to be that person and only that person okay i like that yeah. option because then you don't That's have a pitcher out there running i think hmm. pitchers running is stupid yeah oh hands down i yeah. want to see him hit but yeah, that's why. Yeah, but that's yeah. why they're. Yeah, that's why they've gotten rid of it. They don't want a you pitcher want getting hit. injured. You want to see him hit on the bases because because there's more strategy to the game when the, they hit. And that's part yeah. of the game. That is the a game is very, a strategical game. You got it's a yeah. very we're important playing part chess here. We're not playing checkers. You look, at, you look at it when anytime you've got a if it's like the eighth or ninth inning and you're needed to get some runs and a slow guy gets on base, they always designate to run for that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they they bring in a pinch hitter and now now that guy's not necessarily the pitch. It's a pinch runner, yeah, basically. Pinch, yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Yes. Yeah, pinch runner. Yeah, the that kid's done now. See, yeah. and yeah. that that's it. The, those types of rules, and this is what I don't think Rob Manfred gets about the game. That's that is what makes baseball the type yeah. of sport that is. You're going to fundamentally change the game if you start messing around with stuff like I, that. I want strategy. I so want to see I. people. Yeah. I want to see people yeah, making I, those what I, moves. What I don't want yeah. Major League Baseball to turn into is what NASCAR did. NASCAR completely changed the rules of the sport entirely to turn it into a television production. And guess what they ended up doing? They pissed everybody off. Yeah. The original fans hate the sport now. They don't go to the races. Nobody watches it on TV. And the people that run the sport think they're the smartest geniuses in the room. That's what I don't want to have happen to baseball. Because I could see it happening. You get this corporate government structure governance structure that i could see you know from you listen to the interviews and read about rod manfred that appears to be his mindset and then you've got a dozen people in a room patting each other on the back look at all the good stuff we've done to this game and then you know you go to a game and it's not good stuff that they've done to it but they don't care at that point they've made the decision and that is you see it happen in sports the nhl they got twice as many teams as they have right now. It's completely diluted the quality of the sport. The season's way too long. I don't want to see that happen to baseball because the sport will still be around. But if they screw with it too much, it'll be a sport that has stadiums that seat 30,000 or 40,000 people in it, have half full on a good day. I don't want to see the national pastime turned into that. Well, you know, it's one of the things Mike and I were talking about this last weekend. Nobody sits here and goes, man, I got to go watch a football game at all of these stadiums because every stadium is eventually yeah, so the same. Yep. Right. But yep. if you go to a baseball yeah. park, yeah. every park mm -hmm. is different. It's very, outside very of part of the, game. the external architecture, like Soldier Field is a really cool yeah. looking yeah. stadium. Yeah. yeah. But from the outside, yeah. when you're inside, when you're inside, it's, inside it's still, well, it used to be cool from the every 20, yeah. You know, so yards by spaceship on top. Yeah, thirty spaceship, yards or right. whatever is at the. Yeah. Well, you know, the, when you go like to a Cubs game, I remember getting a tour of Wrigley Field, and I would never sit in the upper deck, mm -hmm. and I still can't sit in the upper deck because I, I like to take Walling and Caitlin with me, and neither one of them like heights. But Mike and I don't. I mean, we don't. I, I do. I don't that. necessarily like heights, but I, mm -hmm. if I'm not going to fall, I'm fine. Yeah. 
The upper deck, there's not a better seat at Wrigley than oh, the upper deck. The upper deck is yeah. great views. Oh, yeah, because unfortunately, in the lower deck, you get some obstructed view. A lot of you're too close to uh, where the pillars are. Or if you're too far back because the of the second deck. Right. Yeah. But, and I mean, okay, there's a better view. Right field bleachers is the best view. To, I mean, yeah. to me, the, you know, the obstructed view and what, to me, I'll take that any day over sitting out in the sun baking no that's true too or getting wet when it's a little drizzle but not enough to call the game i take take my hawaii shirts off when it was drizzling he he would take it off and swing it over his head there you go to me the the experience of wrigley field when you have the organ playing still you don't have the the music at uh, i'm gonna sound like an old funny buddy here but the music at 110 decibels and all this and this going on when i just want to watch a baseball game yeah well, so I don't understand the need for like yeah. having songs and stuff playing I between like I mean the walk up music like walk up songs I like no I like yeah. walk up songs for like the the closers and stuff yeah like the big or, stars or if it's a but every player there's that one maybe for their first at bat right. there's that one maybe. fucking hitter in I think it's San Diego that walks up to the fucking plate with Baby Shark and I just yeah. I want to find that guy and beat his but, ass you know what when the Yankees I mean I hate to give him credit but when they did it with Marlon Rivera and Ender Sandman that was, that was you really know, fucking it was Hell's Bells Hell's yeah. Bells with Trevor Hoffman yeah. Yeah. Some I, of those are really but then, cool. But then, I think as a closer, I'd want to go with Thunderstruck. Yeah, yeah that's a good but one. But then too. for everybody to get it, I mean, no. Yeah, the Tigers used to have one where one of the guys on the team, they would um, always play the Alabama, the band Alabama, the song "Son of the South." Yeah. And I, I thought, yeah, that's great. But I mean, come on, this guy was a career minor league player. He wasn't meritorious yeah. of a song and dance yeah. routine. And, so first of all. 300 money and potato pie and he shut his mouth yeah exactly <laughs> then you'll get your son and dance but you know a 200 hitter who's going to be in toledo next month you don't deserve that come on you're wasting the game yeah it's not yeah. about you earn your, earn your wasting story. time yep you yeah. got it and that would cut down all well, of just that thinking, stuff. those guys didn't get that until they were like right. yeah i mean that was yeah. the probably the greatest guy that ever played that position he yeah. deserved it but a guy who's, you know, hitting 240 in Toledo. But even then, his first two and got three seasons, up. they weren't doing it. And then when they realized he was basically probably going to be the best closer yeah. in yeah. the history of the game, it was like, yeah, yeah, he deserves something. And yeah, that's a good song. And it, yeah. it is. It's fitting for him in New York. I got at least one more trivia. Guy okay. Go ahead. All right. The hit King Pete Rose. Okay. Yeah. Should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah. 100%. Pete first, Rose did the first bet when... Uh, in Ohio, when betting became legal, I don't know. He did. He did. I don't know if he won, though. Did he win? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, he was it on sure was. Yeah. <laughs> Could return to baseball today. Yeah. Go 750 for 750. And this man would still have a higher batting average than Pete Rose. Ted uh, Williams. Yeah, Ted Williams. No? Tony Gwynn. That fucking Tony, Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn. Yes. Tony of course. See, what we're all going to do in 50 years from now is everybody's going to sit around and say, why the fuck is everything in this sport named after so-and-so and and not Tony Gwynn, even though he was like the greatest hitter ever. And and again, it's too bad the guy died. You can't build your legacy when you're, you know, six feet under. It just still boils down to things named after, and I mean, you're talking more about some of the yeah, like the Sion Award and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the problem is you can't really come up with new. I mean, they named them after yeah. 
people, people who historically that, were. Sure. And if they came up with like, if they were going to come up with like, you know, maybe like a, you know, career like type award that new, they honored every year, like or, they, like the Roberto Clemente Award or yeah. something like that. That, that isn't necessarily they could do, yeah. Which I would like them to because, I mean, everybody that knew Tony Gwynn when you read about reports of people that knew him and everything just said he was like the nicest guy ever. Yeah. yeah. He was a very yeah. good person. Mm -hmm. I mean the Harvard is like you said, you and got I think they named the Roberto Clemente Award after they need to name the Roberto Clemente Award after. I mean yeah. he died basically thing. trying to help, yeah, help people down right. in Central America. Yeah. yeah. No. Just, which had yeah. his own stupidity because he let the plane have too much weight in it because he wanted to uh, yeah. take yeah. his take more than he should. But yeah. I'm gonna ask this one because it's Tiger trivia question kind of Cecil and Prince. Yeah. Who finished their career with more home runs? Prince. I would say it's Cecil. I go with Prince. I'm gonna go with Cecil. Cecil hit 319 home runs. Okay. Prince hit 319 home runs. Oh, it's a trick question. Wow. Wow. Oh. I wonder if Prince stopped on purpose. Though he didn't get along with his dad that well. Very much. Honestly, I didn't. So, like, I could have seen his career was a lot shorter, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it was well, I mean, so, like, I, started, I could see Vlad well, Guerrero like, Jr. Japan, yeah. I was gonna say, I could see that. Vlad Guerrero Jr. doing that if he got to that yeah. point. And yeah. where his dad so those, stats, those stats for Sess are obviously only the MLB stats, MLB stats, yeah, not, not what he not did in Japan, yeah, sure, yeah, because when he came over, I mean. They weren't expecting him to be Cecil Fielder. No. Oh no! They were just not. expecting right. him to be average. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, how many home runs did he hit that year? Fifty. Fifty-two. Was it fifty-two? Because he was the first one to pass fifty in years. Because Dawson did forty-nine in eighty-seven. Yeah. He had been the first one over fifty since Maris said. I think. Manhole. I think yeah. it happened. Right I think it happened that long. Fifty-one. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. And people made such a big deal out of that. Oh, yeah. I mean, they made they such a big deal. Such a horrible team. I know they were. But man, how many, he was fun to watch. How many did Aaron Judge end up with last year? 64? Yeah, I think it was 64. He broke, he broke Maris's record. Yeah, I, I don't did. care. Me and still Maris's record. You think so? Nah, not with me. Yeah, but I mean, me. so he earned it. He did it. And, and... With Judge, it's legit. It is. Well, that's and that's the thing I have is yes, I I do believe his record over yeah. Maris counts. Yeah. He and I disagree yeah. with it, but yeah, but I yeah. believe his record. Yeah. He should be. There's more to me for Eric Maguire or right. Barry Bonds, Bonds Maguire and Sosa because yeah. they needed extra help to do they it. They did, yeah. and especially you know at the time when all that stuff was coming out, you know, I I was. I don't like, well, yeah, the pitchers were probably doing it and stuff too. But now, no, I don't think that's the case. It was a few more. I mean, green. Yeah. Everyone that was pitching to them. No, right. Not, that's that you know. thing. But it was still, very, they were still pitching. Yeah. Hitting against guys like Greg Maddox right. and Tom Glavin. And... So it was still a very unfair advantage. Yeah. It was cheating. Of course. It is cheating. You know, when they played the Cubs, McGuire had to. Hit, hit against Gary Wood. Yeah, right. Um, no, I don't. I, you know, and I, I don't. It doesn't matter to me either way, right? Which is bad because, like, yeah. they talk about wanting to draw fans in and being a youth, right? Watching this happen. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I. It was watched, exciting. I watched a month of baseball just exciting. to watch McGuire, yeah. just to watch. I went to ten games that year, and I, I only saw Sammy hit one out. Right, and 
Michael tell you, I was as insane for him as yeah. anybody was because it was so much damn fun. Yeah, and I I was the same way. Where he broke the record. Yeah, that's the that's the what I saw. I saw one of those. I mean, it was very exciting me too, especially with I think more McGuire with me only because well he and I remember going to Tiger Stadium and watching him and Canseco. Oh yeah, I saw that too. Oh yeah, I remember going to a game in college at Tiger Stadium because you know we were only about an hour ish away from there. Yeah, and I can't remember if it was Jose or if it was McGuire, but one of them like hit it over the roof mm-hmm. on a home run. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. So, and we'll get to the business side so we talk about businesses and right marijuana becomes this big legal thing and people don't want drug testing to happen so i mean why why are we talking about legal everywhere mo i mean i would say most there's a huge percentage that will allow marijuana to happen now Mm -hmm. i mean especially i I would say in the next 10 years it'll be legal yeah it'll be well so right why are we drug testing these guys for stuff it's a valid point because right every other society and and there's even been um there's an article in the paper just a couple days ago the state of michigan now they're gonna probably drop the requirement to be you know pass a marijuana drug test to join the state's workforce because now they can't hire people (laughs) there's no no reason there isn't it's a legal product as long as you're not doing that work and if you're not high at work who gives a shit it's the same thing with drinking but with baseball to be fair these guys were at work and and look if if my thing is within the sport it's got its rules they broke the rules that's pretty clear right the thing about the hall of fame that a lot of people don't get is major league baseball as an organization has nothing to do with the hall of fame and to rob manford's credit probably the only thing he's ever actually said that i agreed with when a reporter asked him about um pete rose not being in the hall of fame right towards the beginning of his tenure he said i have nothing to do with that from what I understand, this is his words. This isn't David Seawick talking. It's Rob Manfred. Rob Manfred, what he actually said was, I have nothing to do with the Hall of Fame. From what I understand, if Pete Rose would simply admit to do doing what everybody knows he did, he would be back in the Hall of Fame. Well, but that's between Pete Rose and the Hall of Fame to work out, not I, me. I'm not sure. No, he, yeah, he's been banned for baseball. Yeah. So for him yeah. to be able to go back and be right. like any sort of investor in baseball... Right. It has to be guarded by the MLB. And yes. and but the Hall of Fame it's itself different. is different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've the it's same different. thing. I mean, yeah. Shoeless Joe Jackson could be in the Hall of Fame yeah. for the same reason. And should, but, be. It, but, and should be. Yeah. But back to the business side of it, as far as the drug testing went out, I you know, I don't know, it's interesting. It it could be a whole nother episode. It really could. And I, and I it, mean, because on one hand, well, they test them because it's deemed to be an unfair advantage okay. that's why they're called performance enhancing drugs yep but i mean unfair why is it unfair because they're the only ones that do it you know yeah i mean but that <clears throat> so here after here, the strike that is what brought the social oh, versus mcguire thing really brought fans back it to is the game. oh sure. very much yeah. no, but I mean, it'd be no different than like let's say why why in my job wouldn't 
caffeine pills be considered a performance well, enhancing or mine and, that, and or yours? My, or that's, that's exactly what I'm getting at. Caffeine. So no. and nobody's going to get mad at me if I passed took a drug well, test and had caffeine. No. And if it made me work better, my boss oh, yeah. would be like, "Great, take some more of that." you were taking math, it'd be a completely different but situation. But caffeine, caffeine pills. You yeah. can't take caffeine pills. No, I said oh, I he's, can. he's saying well, caffeine is a drug. If, but why would that be considered a performance? It keeps right. me alert and yeah. allows me to. I look at it though. Process things but, quicker. But I look at yeah. it more. I'll I'll take take it from a different perspective here. Like in my line of work, whenever we go to have to install a sign, we have to get a permit. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if there's a company out there that will not that will do work without getting a permit, they're breaking the law. But yeah. they're also having unfair advantage. Yeah. So I so from the the major league baseball owner standpoint, if I am really strict about not allowing my players yeah. to do drugs, but the Yankees have five guys on their teams to do them, yeah. that's an unfair advantage to them. But I would agree from a team perspective, so, if you've got somebody who runs a tight ship. And, and I think that is why it's in that aspect, it's gotta be an all or nothing. But again, if you just make it from a rule standpoint, sure. like I remember, and yeah, this is again outside, but I remember, I think it was like 2008 Olympics, maybe. And there were all these new fangled swim gear and Michael Phelps made a big stink about yeah. blah, 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 ban this stuff, ban this stuff. I'm like, no, what these companies have to do or these, you know, organizations that make up the rules is say, this is what we're going to allow. Yeah. This is what you're not going to, we're not going to allow. And if you're not willing to get up to that, what they allow, right. then you're going to lose. Yeah. And, and like I said, if you start doing like <clears throat> testosterone yeah. or human growth hormone and say, that's going to be illegal. But right. if you're doing this, this, and this, then we're going to, then, who, then well, everybody either gets on testosterone and yeah. human growth hormone or. But then it I, gets I, to the questions though. Okay. Can we all agree Mickey Mantle, one of the greatest ball players of all time? Hands down. Drunk playing? Yeah. Probably half the games. Some of which Yep. Some of which drinking yeah. on the way to the game. They didn't know yep. what amphetamines. And back then, uh, guys. Uh, actually, with him, I don't know that it was amphetamines. Yeah. But definitely drunk. But they were definitely drunk. But there were plenty of players that were. Plenty of players. He wasn't. Back then, that did amphetamines. Nobody looks at that as okay, that's bad because they did those drugs. Right. Yeah. But it's not like they sat there and shied away from it. They're like, but they're but, not going, what? No, I a little but, but being like the uh, what, the Bob Feller, whoever with the little grease in his hair. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, it, extra spin on the ball, uh, which Eddie, Eddie Harris. Um, but that brings me to the second point. So if yeah, there were a lot of them, if that, though. Bonds comes out and says, "Fuck yeah, I took steroids." What about it? Yeah. Yep. Do you have as much of a problem with him being a home run champion if he says that? I probably don't have as much of an issue. I think yeah. the problem is they were. My lying. problem is everybody's lying about it. Yeah. Don't be a fucking liar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If, uh, if you admit to it, Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer before he took steroids. Yeah. And that's actually so was Roger Clemens. That's the part of it that and so they should be right yeah. fucking next. That's actually the part of it that I that's my take on it. Well, I, I, I actually think that the drug issue is one that's always been in sports, like you said, amphetamines, but with them, 
it's sad because they didn't they would have all been hall of fame players had they not used yeah. drugs yes. to me then the issue of drugs is it's it's too bad because you can't get rid of it you have to have that issue in part of the discussion we're talking about these guys in their career and their legacy but yeah it'd be hard to argue that mark mcguire would not have had close to the numbers that he had had he not been a you know, guy that used steroids or whatever. Yeah, early on, when he was so, it, he was still hitting a lot of home runs. So right, so that makes it a real difficult thing to do <laughs> because if the guy ended his career with this many home runs, what are you going to do? A handicap and say, let's take ten percent yeah. of them off. Let's take five percent of them off. If you took five yeah. percent of them off, are the home runs the only thing that got him in the Hall of Fame? Definitely not. Exactly. So we're going to take. I mean, and, tell somebody <laughs> one that probably does not have the career. He does not have the career without, without him. him. So Rafael Palmero too. Yeah, A Rod yeah. probably does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A Rod was a great ball player before them. Oh yeah. And you know, out and, of all of us here, the only one that still pretends they're an athlete, and I can't say pretend, is is Nick. Yeah. Because he's still an athlete. He still bowls. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let me ask you, Nick, if this whiskey made you bowl better, would you drink it all the time? One hundred percent. If this pill made you bowl better, would you take the pill? I'm not a pill guy, but yeah. I mean, if it made me bowl better. If it made you bowl better? Yeah. If you could I, dissolve, you might take it every day. But if you could dissolve that pill in your whiskey. I tell you, I was kind of making the point when I told you guys my scores last night. Yep. Mm-hmm. I chose I, trying to lose some weight. So I'm trying to yeah. not drink. So first game, I shoot, White a, one, claw. I shoot a 159. Yep. I'm not fucking drinking the first game. Yep. And you're pissed off about that 159. So what, I, is, what is your average? Uh, Two something. Okay. So I get wow. a, I, so I was like, hey, give me a white claw. You know, because I was like, fuck it. Shoot a, I shoot a 200. Uh-huh. Get him another white claw. Third game, I shoot 259, 10 strokes. Yep. Right. Like calming, relaxing, whatever. Big, right. Like, and granted, there's a giant joke inside the Grand Rapids bowling that I'm the best drunk bowler in all of West Michigan, which you may be. It's probably true. Right. Like, because you never, you're not thinking when you but do yeah, that. That's also, I've never, I've never, I don't know the last time you're I bowled stressed. Stressed, Yeah. Right? You're not like, stressed. Everything that's not all Like the bowling you do. Yeah. In the same place, like let's say the level that you do, like somebody would do, like darts or right. billiards or something like that. Drinking is part of it. But yeah. well, but let me. But uh, the PBA is drinking really part of the bowling. Well, let me put it this way. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> well, let me. You never see them in. No, the, you never will. Well, from yeah. a baseball standpoint, let's say, okay, having a white claw or a glass of whiskey with your bowling game is probably not really going to do much to harm your health. But let's say... Oh, I don't care about your health. Like, No, no, no. I get what you're saying. But let's say from a baseball standpoint, if if they're allowed, let's say steroids are allowed. Some of these are very bad, very harmful for you. If every other player is doing it, you don't want to do it, but you feel like you have to do it to be as good as competitive, then that's an issue where... I'm not comfortable with that. Well, yeah, but that's yeah. why it's Good against pressure. law to begin with. I think the issue well, with, with yes. these guys really is nobody anymore. There's absolutely no doubt that all the people we've been talking about, Bonds, McGuire, Sosa, yeah. right, Rafael Palmeiro, they, some of them actually admitted it. Those that didn't, who cares? It's the world's worst kept secret. We all know they did it. So at this point, yeah. the discussion isn't, you know, Nobody denies that it was a bad thing to do, but what are we going to do with them? Are we going to put them in the Hall of Fame or not? I think that that I'm going to sound like Rob Manfred. I mean, on this one, he's got to be glad that he can wash his hands with it, and it's not his concern, which is why, by the way, Major League Baseball would have never gotten into the business of being their own legacy decider because 
for these reasons. Yeah. Sorry, I don't I don't want to forget my train of thought, but so we go, we, we brought up A-Rod, right? Yeah. And you know, he did it, got caught, got suspended, yeah. did whatever. Okay, so now why are we allowing? And this is where it gets into a tough thing. Why are we allowing guys to Miguel Cabrera love the guy? He did great things for goes and gets a fucking DUI, right? Yeah. Does whatever. We have guys beating the shit out yep. of their wives and stuff like that. But we're so you're allowing you're allowing the drugs aspect, and yeah, well, but then you're allowing these people to act like yeah. complete assholes and animals. Yeah. Like, and look, I mean, if I get a DUI, I'm gone for I don't even know what the first time is, like a year or whatever the hell it is. Like this guy goes back and plays a fucking baseball game, look, right? Yeah. I don't know. That's I, I tell you, I find that it's it's not as bad as you. That's think. a still thirty sixty days. I don't know. That's like, a very good. It took three DUIs for Mark Grace to lose his job. It's selective morality. And that's, mm-hmm. A lot of it is selective morality. I mean, look, Tony LaRusa gets a DUI two days before the fucking season starts last year or, or two, two years, years ago. ago. Yeah. You know? And now, so now I, the, the White Sox feel like they've learned a lesson. Well, now this guy gets, I can't remember his name, sorry. But um, they just get um, Clevenger. Yeah, yeah. The pitcher. Yeah, that's it. That's it. What does he do? You know, isn't it domestic abuse or something? Yeah, beats the shit out of his family. Yeah, Yeah. not just his one, his whole family. Complete asshole. And now, so now the White Sox again are going. Well, wait a minute. You know, did we? Did we? In their mind, learn a lesson from Tony Larusa? But again, it's, it's. to me, those two aren't even comparable. <laughs> What's ever happened to like truly having like a true? I mean, it ends up boiling down to like basically a morality clause in these contracts because yeah. it used to be you did something like that, and you were out of a job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you and I would all be out of jobs in our daily yeah, lives. Yeah. yeah. So wait, what? <laughs> I just you know it's so that kind of stuff that that gets to me, and you know, so again, so you bet, right? I mean. Pete Rose is out of the Hall of Fame because he bet on games that wasn't even his, right? Like, oh no, he bet on his games, yeah, he but he bet on his team to win. On his right. team, right? Yeah. So it's one thing if you're betting against your team, yeah, because yeah. then you're actually potentially throwing yeah. the game. Yeah. He's betting on his team to yeah, win. And see, the thing he about had enough of an ego where he felt he could win yeah, every game. And I think that if Pete Rose had done that now. With sports gambling completely legal, honestly, think that he would have gotten in trouble for it, but he would not have been banned from baseball because it is legal now. He, he would have served some type of suspension. Yeah, so, yeah. Calvin well, Ridley was caught betting on sports yeah. and was suspended for the year from the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Deshaun Watson groped and it, sexually assaulted twenty-three yeah. or so masseuses, yeah. and he spent ten games. Suspended. Yeah, but a lot of that was the fact that. They were punishing the Browns for signing him. If nobody would have signed him, he would have been banned probably at least for the full year, if not for a couple of years. But they were basically saying, you have to pay this guy's salary because you decided to sign him. Even though you knew what you were... Correct. To me, though, what George Steinbrenner did to Dave Winfield to pay a tabloid to create artificial dirt on him so he could have... Morality clause get out for his contract. Yeah. That is as despicable. Well, that's as that's when they got rid of a lot of that. That's so despicable. Well, and, and George Steinbrenner did actually 
have a what well, I think it was a year that he was banned from yeah, baseball for that. To me, that is ten times worse than what Pete Rose. Hey, I yeah, where they had to get rid of the closet. Yeah, I mean, not even necessarily yeah. always that, but just right. if somebody makes even a false accusation. I walk right. in. I walk into. And you could lose your job. Right. Yeah. I, I walk into a tournament. I bet on myself to get in because I buy in. I then go to brackets and I bet on myself to win brackets. I then go into a mystery game because I bet on myself to throw a stupid game in there somewhere. Um, I shoot, you know, I was at state and I won four hundred and something dollars off a one twenty seven game. People, uh, I mean, you look at people who do any sort of like. You know, like they go to the World Series of Poker. They're basically gambling on themselves. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's, and that's, yeah. you know, hey, because I have to spend $10,000 to get into the main event, but I want to be the first person yeah. to get out because I really don't care about my money. But, 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 Pete Rose uh, came into a Major League Baseball that was not around at the time that all the gambling that's right? legal yeah. nowadays is. And so at that time, it was a, you know, a shocking committing of a cardinal sin. I mean, baseball, because of the history, gambling is the absolute no-no. And it that is the historical context behind this as to why it's so serious. That's lost to if you just opened up a uh, web page now and read Pete Rose, banned from baseball, going all the way back to a 1990 era gambling yeah. uh, accusation. And nowadays you look at that, you think, well, who gives a shit? I can go down to the, right. you know, yeah. fucking oh, the casino, casino yeah. right around the corner and bet on every single sporting game that is being played and, in the NFL. I think on the sporting game. And oh, every, so that's a, is, is the opening kickoff a yeah. touchback or not? Yeah, just the, the first play yeah. a pass. Play. It's the yeah. first uh, blood stain on a guy's pants going to be on his left hand. Right. It's, it's that type of stuff. Well, how long will the. And so that's the world that we're in now, but that's not the world Pete Rose was in. And no. and now it's, I think, so hard for a lot of people to understand why did they make such a big deal of it? Who gives a shit? This guy did something I do every morning when, you know, I've got my phone in my hand. I'm taking yeah. a crap before I go to work because that's when a lot of people probably do this shit. Yeah. Right. But totally different world back then. Yeah. Well, you know, as a coach. I've always said, if you give me a team that's even with the other team, I'm worth at least a run, mm -hmm. at least a run. Yeah. And I've always felt that way. But if I'm gambling, I could be worth five or six runs the other way because I, I know I could screw a game up yeah. enough that, you know, we lose by more than whatever it is. So we know that if you're betting against yourself, you can do things yeah. to screw over everybody. Right. Yeah. But, but if you're betting on yourself, that's a whole lot harder to control. But, but to go back to the point of our world being so different, when Pete Rose had to make bets back then, he was getting involved in organized yeah, crime. And that's that actually that. how he was caught. Because right. one of the you know organized criminals that he owed money to contacted, they actually contacted the league and told the league, you got a guy here that you don't want to know what's going to happen to him and all the bad press that's going to give your organization. But yeah. it's going to, if he doesn't pay up and he owes us a couple hundred thousand dollars. So yeah. we're going to let you know yeah. that if he doesn't pay up soon, something really bad's going to happen yeah. and the league's going to look really bad. They didn't want to break Pete Rolls' fucking kneecaps. On, yeah. And so at that point, in the a, league stepped in. in. Have, him show, have him show up missing figures. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So at yeah. that point, so league, it's always going to be a fastball <laughs> yeah. because I missing. Yeah, right. the uh, the ring finger. Yeah, right. stepped up and and they they don't ever want to have to 
go through that again. But no, I don't think they would because it's totally different. The sports gambling, how the Cubs opened up. I mean, Prior to the steroid era, the biggest black market in the history of baseball dealt with organized crime. Yes, for sure. Wow. Yes. And so they didn't want a repeat of the 1919 World Series. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just so I think that I think that. Because of all of the sports gambling out there nowadays, mm-hmm. there will be a, come a point. It may not be till after he's dead, but there will come a point where one day somebody who is, has the ability to make the change is going to let Pete Rolls in because they're going to say this is stupid. I drive, you know, if you could drive between Albany, New York, and Cooperstown, New York, and pass a thousand different forms of advertisement for sports gambling, right? It's everywhere. It's absolutely everywhere. It's here in Michigan. It's Sports gambling or marijuana or something to do with healthcare. Yeah. Like yeah. 75% of the signs are yeah. those three. Oh, trust me. Yeah. We're, we're no longer the uh say we're no longer the uh, automotive no. automotive uh location. So I always tell the guys at work we went from making cars and machines to whiskey and marijuana. Yep. Yeah. So I have seven bets on the game tomorrow. I have zero. I have zero. I have zero. I uh, I don't gamble. Really? I do. If they give me free money, I I gamble. Yeah. Thank you. You're a cool guy. Like I enjoy our conversation. This guy doesn't. Don't worry. Like like, like you guys. What What do you do for fun? Oh, historian stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I have plenty of fun, but gambling's just it's a stupid thing to do with your money. This is a money show. Casino. How the fuck did that casino get all those big fancy pieces of furniture in there? The twenty-story building, the really nice hotel rooms, because people threw their hard-earned money away. Because when you gamble, why do they cut your money for people? Why do they cut it people? Because Uh, you just dropped a whole uh, lot of money. Trust me, I have this conversation a lot. I do plenty of stupid things. I do plenty of stupid things with my money, like everybody does. But thankfully, gambling isn't one of them. Nick and I have this conversation all the time. Gun like casino (laughs) will give you. Free money to come in because that's yeah, the draw. Yeah, that's the so draw. if Nick goes and they give him ten bucks, he'll he'll drop a hundred maybe. Yeah, and so you will use you know, it's ninety dollars, but by God, they gave me ten dollars. So go and she'll play through that ten dollars, and if if she wins, awesome, and if she loses that ten dollars, well, whatever, whatever, my money. Yeah. Well, those are the type of gamblers you want to use the free dollars. Yeah, and that's the type of gambler I am too. But most people aren't those no, type most of gamblers people are because if they were, the casino wouldn't exist. They wouldn't have any money. I've bought Super Bowl squares before. Yeah. Yep, I've like you know it's kind of yeah. semi gambling to do like the fantasy football and stuff. Yeah, like that. I've done that because you're paying in with only a slight chance of winning. At the same time, I mean, they use the Ninety dollars. If you got a lot of entertainment out of that ninety dollars, then in your mind, it's worth yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, yeah. yeah, that was the argument. You, he and his I, wife had on the boat. You yeah. could spend. Oh, I haven't. I haven't over. Never yeah. overspent. So you could spend that ninety dollars on anything. Anything. Yep. That's what I say. I would buy more nerdy T-shirts with my ninety dollars. Yeah, yeah. I think like. I would too. It is. It's all what you're interested in. What you like. That's right. You got another trivia? I did not. Okay. I'm going to buy some math and science nerdy stuff soon. I, I know I have one more thing I want to hit on. Okay. I don't know what you guys still want to hit on. Um, 
Who's going to the World Series this year? What two teams and who's winning it? Tigers. No, it won't be the Tigers. Yep. Um, Houston, just because I think they're a good bat. Okay, Houston and who? Going on the ledge a little bit with kind of who they picked up. I would say it's going to be the Mets. Okay. Hmm. And who do you think is taking it? Houston. Okay. Anybody else? I'm going to do a safe bet. St. Louis. Okay. I'll go with Houston. I'm, I'm going to say the Yankees. Not a chance. I'm going to say the Yankees. And, and the Padres. Hmm. And I want to see the Padres. I want to see the Padres win. Brian to win without. Okay. So I do want to see the Padres win just because they're one of the national league teams that I, you know, and kind of follow. Very but. young and exciting. And... Yep. And not been in it in a long time, which yep. is always a good thing for any sport. I think so. My, my picks are going to be just because I want them in there. I'll pick the San Diego Padres to National League for the American League. I hate to say it, but I think the Yankees. I actually think that they're going to be really good next year. I do too. I hate it. I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But I think they're going to they be good. They were really good this year. They were. And they didn't yeah. close the deal. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. I, I'll tell you, I think they're not good at no. closing the deal. No. I think the Mets are another good bet too. Mm-hmm. I, they are stacked. Well, it's they hard are. not to have the amount oh, of money. They just keep scoring. Oh, yeah. that's it. And they, the Mets have, have, have proven to people why the Major League Baseball's version of the salary cap is one that you know everybody in Major League Baseball can agree on because it means nothing. Yeah. Yes. Just, it's just a big tax is all it is. Yeah. And the Dodgers. And the I mean, Dodgers and the Mets. They're, they probably, well, and the Yankees too. I yep, mean. and they look at it as, okay, so if Aaron Judge is $300 million and 500 or whatever it is, and we got to pay you know a paltry $75 million luxury tax, we'll do it. Just like having another Aaron Judge on the bench. Yeah, We'll yeah. do it. Yeah. It means nothing to them. So, Nick, Tigers and who? Um, Cubs, Tigers and Cubs. He's going. For the, he's taking the lock shot. I'll take it. Not. I'm say, yeah. Okay. That's not, not a bad idea. Okay. Yeah. Good. I'll take I think it. that'll work. Let's do it. That's all we need. I'd be the greatest World Series in my life. That would be a fun World that Series. Four uh, World Series. I ninety four World. Repeat of the nineteen or or nineteen thirty five. Thirty five was it? How about the uh, thirty five? I think it was. I thought the 45. 45. That 45 was, was the Yanks. So, yeah. how about 1945. The, you guys yeah. picked the Padres. How about the Padres Tigers? Oh, I would like to see I would 1984. That'd be great. The Padres and Yankees are what, a 98 repeat? I think so. Uh, not... 98 or 99? It'd have to be because. Or 97. It was one of those three years. Yeah, because the Subway Series was what, was 2000. 2000. Yeah. Yeah. And then 2001 was the Yankees and the Marlins. I knew that you're picking the Yankees. Yeah. 2003 was the Yankees and Marlins. Or 2003, that's right. It was the Yankees and the Diamondbacks the Yankees. in 01. I'll just yeah. never, I'll never pick the Yankees ever. Like, I. I, I could you ask me, could they win? Sure, there's a possibility yeah. for every team, but well, I don't want to. Those words can't come out of my mouth. Well, I, I, I agree, they, they just can't, can't come out of my mouth. I like Cheater, but I hated the Yankees. Yep. Yep. We trust me, don't get me wrong. That's my problem. Is I like people on the yep. Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you ask me, do I think Aaron Judge is a stud? He's a beast. He's a I love oh, watching yeah. the guy. I just I'd have paid that guy. If he's an older, I would have paid that guy. to watch him like have an opportunity to go somewhere else. I mean, shit, if anyone's worth it, Dave, yeah. It's 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 Mike Trout. Those are the two I I would I I would have paid for. Yeah, you know, I don't hate. He would just because you got Tommy Otani maybe too. He would never come on the show, but 
I got in a nice long discussion with our dad about, yes. about him and this. No, 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 man, son, trust me. I, I got an argument, but no, they won't, dad. Oh, yeah, they my, won't. My favorite story to tell about Aaron Judge, he's heard it, but you guys haven't, so I'll be quick. So I like to follow the English Premier League. Nick does yep. too, and Man United are good this year. Yeah, We're going to do a soccer baby. show. But anyways, I was listening to a British sports talk show. Uh, this is before the plague, so it was the year that the Yankees played in London. Okay. Oh, sure. So it would have been twenty summer twenty nineteen. I'm listening to a British sports talk show that they're talking about the game, and they tell a great story about Aaron Judge. So Aaron Judge walks. He's in London and he's doing all the sightseeing, and he walks across the bridge by the Parliament Building to the big, huge Ferris wheel they have there. Okay. He's got his New York Yankees cap on. And he's walking down the street just with a big grin on his face. Can't wait for all the people to come up and ask for his autograph. And not a single person knows who Aaron Judge is or gives two shits and a you-know-what. And he was so disappointed. And the guys on this uh, uh, radio program are just laughing hysterically about it because they know that in Aaron Judge's world, he's Aaron Judge. Yes. And people stop and point and stare. And in London... He's just another guy with two you-know-what and one you-know-what between his legs like everybody else. And I thought that was great. They thought it was hilarious, too, because it would be like, you know, one of the Manchester United greats that everybody in the UK would know who he was. But he walks down the street in Michigan and nobody gives a shit. I uh, I thought it was funny. I don't understand. Well, I don't fully understand why... NFL keeps sending games open. Well, the yeah, the NFL especially. That is American football is a sport that in the United States, Canada, and Mexico, that's the only place in the world, yep. the entire world, that people even care about yep. that sport. The rest of the world thinks it's the I mean, stupidest thing. The games, but I wonder how many are yeah. actual like American they, expats who they, actually when, go it's to gonna it. be a lot of in them. London, it half the stadium is. Yeah. Uh, you know, the NFL would do great if they put a team in Mexico City. Oh, they would. That they would sell every single game out years in advance. London, no. People in Britain don't well, care. They're trying to get over there. I mean, yeah. one way did, to do it is just send them. Did you send me the TikTok out here and judge? Where he's getting interviewed and where he was doing the interviewing. interviewing? Yes, of course yeah. I did. Nick sends me a TikTok on Aaron Judge and he's interviewing these people about who their favorite Yankee is. Yeah. And a bunch of them are telling him that it's Aaron it's Judge, but they they don't know his name. They don't know his name. So they're they're saying the wrong fucking name. John Carlo John Carlo Judge. John Carlo Judge. It was just, it was hilarious. And and at one point he, he puts his Yankee cap on, he goes, the guy's kind of handsome, right? And the guy looks at him and goes, yeah, he goes, do I look anything like him? He's like, no. No, yeah. <laughs> I, he yeah. like shows a photo and he's like, so this guy? And he's like, yeah. It, it makes yeah. me think of, I, um, and I thought of this when I was listening to these guys on the radio, but I uh, was in a party one time in the UK. This is years ago when I lived over there. And there was a uh, a Scottish gal at this party that she just thought I was the the most pathetic, fake american accent ever really yes and she kept telling me <laughs> as the night went on she got more and more drunk she got more and more violent right this guy is an asshole you know he's a freaking asshole i'm not going to attempt a scottish accent i really thought i really thought i was this you know guy that was up to no good and experimenting around with them and and i'm like well i can't let me attempt to do a Scottish accent to prove, you know, use the negative to prove the positive, right? right? When you see how bad it is. Well, it didn't work. 
you know, so I just had to, you know, I guess I'm, I'm the fake American for the rest of the night here. Guess so. You know, so not quite the, the, uh, ego crush <laughs> that Aaron judge must've faced when he was walking down the streets with his Yankees hat on and didn't have the, uh, of adoring fans following him but you know the difference probably with him because they do he was a double american yeah yeah well I mean, what Aaron judge didn't understand evidently he'd never been to britain before is people in the uk wear a new york yankees hat they don't give a shit about the yankees it's just a fashion thing you know they walk yeah. into a store there it is baseball hat put it on to keep your head dry well, it's good, you know, if you would have went to japan right it'd yeah. be a whole different story a whole different story yeah. Yeah. So. that's what blows my mind that they don't do a game over there I know. I know. Especially, they, I don't think they've done that since 2000. It's, I, yeah, it's been a while. Mets yeah. Cubs. Has it been that long? Mets Cubs in 2000. I don't think they've done one since. Yeah, they, they did one in Australia, and I think it was 2018 or 2019. They played it at a big cricket stadium there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> anything you want to hit on that we haven't? We probably threw off the pants that were behind home plate. Yeah. Um, the ball is in no, Because, I mean, we're going on three hours as usual. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is wow. a great episode. It is a great episode. Um, no, I mean, uh, I'm looking forward to this season, right? Spring training starts in eight days? No, I think it's three. It starts the 15th. Yeah, pitchers and catchers report. Today's the 11th. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a few days. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much just usually a couple of days after the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, right, I, I'm i excited for all that type of stuff that's happening. The, oh, the Whitecaps, I want to touch on that. They're, they're taking – so back when I was younger, right, I mean, you can get – grass seats for three bucks and you can go to the bleachers for five and mm -hmm. you know now prices are but they took the they took the bleachers out in the outfield and they put in a big uh uh suite type thing mm -hmm. and you can rent the whole thing yeah. well now they're going to put they're going to take the grass along the sides they're going to get rid of that put in more seats and then they're going to put stuff out in the outfield for people to be able to see but they're just raising more prices that's can... what they did in lansing the um lug stadium they built an apartment building in the outfield Really? Oh yeah. So Monday. you can, so you can, uh, you can, you know, be in your apartment at night, look out and watch, watch game. game. It's a beautiful stadium it is. and a great place to watch a game. Yeah. If you haven't been, I, to, I, have, I have. It is gorgeous. It's an in ground. It's, it's you know, in ground yeah, stadium. Yeah, it's cool. just it. It looks like an old baseball stadium on the outside. I've been there really twice, but I've never seen a game there. One of the fun stadiums to go to is uh like Erie Sea Wolves. If you ever get a chance yeah. to go there, yeah. oh really? Um, it's in the middle. A couple of like when I say it's in the there, middle of town, yeah. it's in the middle of like the right field. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a used car lot. Yeah, and left field is a YMCA, and there's a line for the home run line on that's, the wall. That's awesome. cool. Like, that's cool. um, it is literally like you're in people's backyards. And that's the, how the Lugnut Stadium is. Yeah, it's right yeah. in the middle of downtown right Lansing. Of huh. It's great. Yeah. Uh but no, so I mean I'm 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 hoping to get to a couple of games this year. Are you guys going to any ballparks or anything? I hope to get to at, at least, least one Tigers game. Yeah, too. and at least a lug nuts at game. Too. I'm going to yeah, Cincinnati to watch the Cubs. Okay. Yeah, All right. So I mean Cut. ballpark I can cross off the list. All right. Been by it on a highway before, but never uh I've been by it a couple times. Yeah. There. It's, 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 a good, it's a good stadium. Yeah. I, I've been there. Yeah. Okay. Looks like it's really neat. Location. Well, something. I might catch the Guardian games yeah. this year. I'm, mm. I'm going to try to go to the Guardians. Let me know. Let me go. Um, so I really enjoyed this uh, reunion of Mulder Landscaping. Oh, yes. Huh. Yeah. Oh, I, I sent Dave the other day. I was looking through boxes of stuff, and I, yeah. I, I happened to find a uh, guide, I guess yeah. that's what you would call it, to our little league back yes. in the day. And sure enough, that was awesome. 
Yeah. Yeah, we had printed guides, and it would have all the every teams team and team names. You get your program when you yep. go to the Tiger yep. game. That's what this that was, was. It was, it was a program. 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 It was awesome. You guys made them. No, he made them. I don't know. Who made them. Made but the league them. made them. They were properly printed. And uh, for like Pinery, we played in one location. There were three fields. Yep. Nice. And when uh, run about the time, it that, was a, a very good little league. It was. And it they run about the time we got involved in it. My dad and some of the other guys that ran it, they they joined it with Plainwell. Yeah. Plainwell used to have its own. So then I think it's still called Plainwell Northwood. Those guys did that and it would have been like 30 years ago and it's still that way, which is great. I love it. I still, when I'm down there once in a while, we'll drive past on Avenue. You know they have two senior league fields now. Do they? Yeah, they added the second senior league field. Uh, It's been a while now, but they do where we used to park. Yep. There. Is a field now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. This is one off a lake. Like yeah. all road and off of that, and that's no, the, no. Oh, this is on that's, G, G Avenue between Douglas and okay, uh, West. The one off Gold Road okay, is so. you're thinking of Eastwood, yeah. yeah that's East, this yeah. is Northwood. Yeah. You know, I always every we year, didn't like Westwood either. No, oh, no. They, had, they had they had nice fields, they had nice fields, but, but they were jackasses. My yeah. thing yeah. with the league Which is money is yeah. every year when I see the Little League World Series being played on TV, I always think, you know what this country's still got a good future ahead of it as long as little kids play baseball the day that little kids don't play yeah. baseball anymore it's over yeah. it really is so but I, they're still playing it so we have a good they future. are they absolutely are because so where Plainwell used to play like their little leagues i did that was always like what's now the softball field yeah and then they did some in the the fields that were right in front of like the schools yeah and they're the Plainwell. it was called the Plainwell youth league it wasn't yeah. like it was, an, it was a rec league yeah, yeah. it was yeah. actually yeah. sanctioned little league yeah. and so what those guys did is they joined the two together and it became a sanctioned little league with northwood and uh it still is that way mm-hmm. right. Which is cool. Good times. Uh, very yeah, good. Good times. Yep. I, I don't know if we talked about it with you, David, but just so you two know, Nick umpired many, many games. Oh, yeah. I For, yeah. for my daughter's that. teams and stuff. That's awesome. And his grandfather That's awesome. was a frequent umpire yeah. of mine oh, wow. before I knew they were related. Oh, yeah? That's How many great. times did you argue with him, Dave? Uh, honestly, I never really argued with Nick or his grandpa. Huh? Usually, we we just kind of shot the shit. I remember one girl on the team used to get babysat by him, <laughs> and she hated him <laughs> because he would throw her doll up on top of the basketball hoop. That's yeah. hilarious. Just to be mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. That. I could see that. Many of the girls uh, knew him oh, because they also oh, bowled, yeah. so they, they, were, awesome. they were pretty... <laughs> In with uh umpire nick over there yeah. but i say and, and you know it was always my favorite because i i knew them but the, i was always harder on them because yeah. right? yeah. i i try to force kids to be better and back yeah. when i was younger yeah i was even more of a dick right yeah. like i didn't believe in equal right i, I believe that you're gonna you're gonna earn this right yeah. you know and i'd watch it i'd watch a kid get so mad like that i didn't call a strike and it could have been I, it, you know i'd make a good call and yeah. i stuck with it i'm fine with it but my, my favorite call of all time of Nick's, we're playing a fall ball game. Now, fall ball means fucking nothing. I mean, you just go out, you play a little bit, you're just getting better. You freeze your butt off, you know. Yeah, we're we're at Lee High School, and the coach on the other team is Lee Vasquez. He's a huge fucking asshole. I hate that motherfucker to this day. <laughs> um, and it, it was to the point where I didn't even want to be within five feet of him because I hated him so much. And 
we come out and we beat him in the first game, something like 15 to seven. And he's fucking furious. And I threw my number two pitcher. So in the next game, I threw Lubbers, who was my number one pitcher. And we're up on them for nothing. And his kid's up. And he's been chirping at Nick since the first inning of the first fucking game because he's pissed. And by this point, Nick has had it. And I didn't, I knew Nick, but I didn't know Nick at this point. And this guy's daughter's up and he's sitting there bitching and moaning and Nick's getting more and more pissed and she's got a three, two count and the pitch is high and away. And this kid dove away from the plate. Like it was going to hit her and Nick wrung her ass up yeah. because she dove away and he said something. And Nick looked down there and said, if you say one more word, I'm going to boot you from this field. He turns around and he looks at the bench and he says something to the bench and it goes, that's it, you're out. Now, Nick is a tall man and an imposing man. He wasn't as big as he is now, but I mean, he's, he's a big guy. He was probably 23, 4 maybe at the time. No, at the time. No, I stopped. 21? Before that. I was probably 19, just 21. Okay, so Nick was still pretty intimidating. And this guy was all of 5'2". So little shit. And he's sitting here doing this to me. <laughs> At one point, it's the first time I ever cursed down the field. At one point, nothing was happening. So we're like, fuck it, we're walking the line. The game's over, obviously, because he won't leave. Yeah. So we do that. We're starting to walk to the outfield with the girls and bar my head and my assistant coach is behind me. And I hear, hey, you want me? No, one of the girls goes, I think they're gonna get into a Fight. Said, <laughs> if they do, let me know because I want a piece of that motherfucker. Then I went, yeah. whoops, I'm sorry, girls. I didn't mean to say that. Far from behind me. You want me to get her out of there? I'm like, who out of where? I turn around, dogs between the two of them. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. All Nick did was this the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. I have pictures. Just wondering why yeah, you sent me, it, you me a lot of pictures. I'll show it to you. Yeah, I, it's so, my favorite actually, picture. I, think I have it on my phone. Still. Just, uh, yeah, I. You know, I, I have nothing more to say. I, and I gave him, I, I was like, look, you have, I even gave him minutes. I was like, you have this amount of time to get off the field. Otherwise you guys are forfeiting like blah, yeah. blah. And he's like, cool. We're forfeiting. I was like, you have an official forfeit. Yep. Great. See ya. Wow. And at the point, and then I like Don comes out or whatever. And then I turn and I'm almost to his gate. Right. So I'm, he's on third base side. I almost the first base gate getting out. And he says something about control your bitch. And I stop, wow. I turn on my heels. Walk right back to him. I said, say it again. I'll drop you right here. <laughs> I was like, I'm officially done. Just, <laughs> and he like looks, because I didn't say anything this whole time. Yeah. At that moment, he just goes, oops. Yeah. I done hit something with him. And yeah. I was like, I was like, I really have no, like, I officially am done. You've yeah. officially forfeited. I have nothing to lose at this point. Yeah. I was like, here it goes, old man. Like, and then he ended up, he ended up losing his job. Yeah, because, because wow, of his no. like because of his attitude, his his antics and all that. Because I didn't say I didn't say anything. I called the the guy that ran it that owed me money. Yeah, you know, I was like, look, you're paying me for this game. You're paying for this game. Cool, I'll still do stuff like. And then uh, like everybody, like his his own team, mm. his David's team. So both teams, like the parents called because he was high school coach. They called they me at the high school field. Yeah. Oh wow. So we all got a hold of the AD, yeah. who actually yeah. has become a very good friend of. Yeah, me. that guy shouldn't be around. Kid. Everybody He's got everybody that. Everybody called, and then all of a sudden, like he 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 coached for a few more seasons, but it's long. I, I, he, oh, at a different team. I've never understood people. I don't care if they're coaches or teachers. I'm a coach. I'm a teacher, but I hate kids. Yeah. I don't get it. Hello. Why? If you don't have any patience for kids, 
Stop doing that. No, I don't like boys, so I don't coach them. There you go. But right. No, that was a. Uh... Yeah, you don't culture become a better hitter. I did help Jack become a better hitter. But what you don't do is culture group of boys use be a complete asshole to them the entire right. time, including to their parents when they show up to a game, including right. to opposing teams. You don't do that, right? Because you're a decent guy. And uh, if that's right. the attitude that you have when you're around children, don't be around. Bro. I think it's funny because I think my grandfather's thrown one person in his entire career. Mm-hmm. Okay. I umpired for way, way less. I, you know, from probably when I started 13 to, you know, I, I probably only umpired for seven years, maybe something like that. Um, and I've thrown out three or four, right? And but the difference could but be the difference is I can hear and he can't. The difference that is, might be the fact that if your grandpa started doing it, like let's say he did when he was in his 40s. Yeah. He may have, you know, at that point, the coaches are going no. to respect him more than they respect you. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, and it was hard being a young kid, but like, yeah, my my grandfather probably started when he was like 20, yeah. all the way to like 60 something. Like, I mean, he he did probably 50 years ago. The last year he umpired for me was 2013, probably. Yeah. So, and so, I mean, it wasn't that long. It was 10 years ago. Yeah. And, and, but, right. And, but my grandfather, he's deaf. And so he has, he has a hearing aid and one because he can somewhat hear, but. He looked, and it was funny as crap because I'm trying to talk to my own grandfather. And this is one of our first couple games coaching. I was like, all right, time. Like, he comes out and he turns, and I was like, son of a bitch, you've been turning your hearing it off. He goes, I don't want to listen to people. He goes, it's just straight calls. Like, that's what it is. Well, that's, and he goes, he goes, if you, if you if you need me, you'll wave, you'll do whatever. Maybe just like when we were like at our age, like you didn't, I don't think people cared if it was. So, you know, teenagers or whatever. You didn't say a damn word. Because well, again, it was whoever was willing to be in yeah. yeah. Well, it's it so hard to get them. But I, the other one I had, I was, they they set me up for failure. Here I had done all my morning games. So three morning games already. And then I go to an afternoon. So maybe it was my, but I'm over at Kellogg'sville. Yeah. Get there. I don't remember. Don't quote me in times. One or three o'clock or something like that. And everybody's like, oh, finally, you're here. And I was like, finally, I just found out about this uh, 10 minutes ago, man. Like, I drove as fast as I could because I want to get the money. And uh, they're like, our game was supposed to start at 9 o'clock. And I was like, I had, like, I was on two other, like, I've done two or three other games at this point. Like, and then uh, I was like, well, you know, it's all chill. Like, we're here. Sorry it happened. Like, I'm just an umpire. I'm not the lead of who does this. Yeah. And, uh it's like let's all just start a game, have a good time, blah blah blah, and uh, you know. So it's our, but nobody just calmed down. It was weird. Everybody just stayed heated. And like same morning, look, I'm done. And then the kid, I threw a kid out because you know he he throws something, and uh, I either call ball or strike. I don't, you know, whatever. And he didn't like it, and he told me to go f myself. And I was like, oh, you have a good day. The coach is like, you can't do that. It's like. You know who I am, right? like, yeah. and then the coach kept chabbing. I was like, "Look, last word. Don't say another word. Like, if I say, don't say another word. I don't." Need... And he goes, <laughs> "And I was like, see you. Have a good day." And then he takes his hand, and, and I made fun of it forever because he takes his hands and be like, like, <laughs> and like, and I was like, "This is the funniest thing I've ever seen anyone say." And I was like, no. um, and, and I just, I literally, I when I tell you, don't talk. I don't mean you can speak more i mean don't talk shut your cake open. <laughs> you know like that's it and uh 
Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, uh, and I, I almost threw a, uh, I almost threw a fan out one time, old guy. I mean, literally 70, right. Watching. And this is 14 year old type thing. And my grandpa, he had cataracts. So yeah. he was calling low things and I, we didn't know it until finally he admitted it. Right. Yeah. It was hard for him to call balls and strikes sometimes. Yeah. And so, but like this guy, <laughs> this old guy in the outfield, and of course I can hear, and uh, just hear me. So finally, like the middle of an inning or whatever, right in between, I run out there and I was like, "Hey, man, you you gotta stop." Like I understand you think, but like I'm a human. He's a human. Yeah. We're we're like, and technically that's my grandfather, and I have no problem right. with yeah. anything after yeah. this. And like, look, if I hear another word, I'm gonna have to escort you off the whole entire place. And I was like, "I'll stop wow. the whole game just to walk you out." Yeah. And he's like, huh. Looking at me, he's like, "Dang, you're." 18 year old kid that's about to just like and i was like just be mature man like, yeah. and i i will i'll stop games all the time uh, and I, I did back then i guess i, 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 I stop games and tell the fans look we're calling i mean down. if you're ever getting on by your kid, i would have come heckle you oh <laughs> I, i'd be fine i'd be hilarious but i uh i will say that back when i was a head coach no that was before they changed rules so during a game an umpire can throw you out but after the game at that point there's no throwing you out right so if I was pissed at an umpire, I'd wait until the game was over, and then I'd let him have a just an earful of me being pissed off. Now they can throw you out if they're there. Right. Yeah. So I just keep my damn mouth shut because I don't want, I don't want to get tossed. Nope. So, all right. Um, let's say thanks, David. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a uh, hit us with your normal. As always, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. Um, we love doing the baseball episode. It's something we look forward to every year. We do. And, um, Hope to maybe do a football episode at some point. It'd be fun to do a football. It would be. Yeah, yeah, we, we talk about. We game. haven't done one. Um, yeah. So thank you both for making the yeah, drive. All, all three of you. All three of you. Yeah, really. All three of you. Yeah, but I make this trip all the time. He's hanging with me today. So. Oh, there you go. Okay, I was wondering if you were going to. Oh, we're still in If you want to do lunch, we can still do yeah, lunch. Sounds good to me. Um, so thanks for joining us, guys. We will be back live on Twitch on Tuesday. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about this Tuesday. Nick's giving me eyeballs. Not, 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 you, no, not I, your daughter and her friend again this time. I'm not, that's going to be a while. Um, thanks for joining us, and we will see you guys I again. My God is I can be very, very soon. Dialed in to Box and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And, and brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks. And, and brews. Bucks and brews.